Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 45. I'm your host, Movement. I've got Chris, Jack and Matt with me this week. Say hello everybody. Hello everybody. Hello everybody. Hi. Um, how are we all? Are we good? Absolutely fantastic. Loving it. Sounds like, sounds like sarcasm, Jack. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Content with life. Either. Good, <laughs> good. Um, I think me and Matt are ill still. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm just fine, by the way. No problem for me. <laughs> this will be fun. Um, so, this week is going to be not as long as last week. Um, Bloody hope not. And <laughs> also, it went on a bit that one, didn't it? Also, the wrestle quiz is back, everybody! Right. Yay! Whoop, whoop. So we'll, this week we couldn't remember who was doing the wrestle quiz, so I kind of volunteered. I think um, it's Chris, if, but I don't, it doesn't matter. Does it? If anybody's listening from work, no, I did not do this unit five while I was supposed to be teaching year twelve. Um, They're year twelve; they can teach themselves. To be honest, no, I'm not going to go there. Um, don't the year twelve? The year twelve had coursework to do. It's fine. Um, I just, yeah. Cool. Um, I've gone. I've probably gone a bit premature with this one, but I've gone it. Gone all. That's quite normal for you, isn't it? Smith? Yeah. <laughs> you walked <laughs> right into that one, mate. No comment. Yeah, I know I did. Um, and I've gone for quiz quiz questions based on elimination chamber. I know it's what two weeks away, or a week. Well, a week on Sunday. Um, so whoever's doing the quiz next week, I apologise, um, because I've. Stolen. It'll be Jack, your, let's be honest. I've stolen your quiz theme, I'm afraid. How many questions is it? Um, there are... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten questions. Any bonuses? Um, there's, that's including bonuses. Oh, brilliant. Thanks for fucking with my ordering. Nice one. <laughs> oh, twat. That's including bonuses, so you okay. might as well just put it as a question two. Um, so... Are we all ready? Do we all have pens and papers that are ready? Yarr. Do you at home have pens and paper ready? Better fucking do. I, I have a keyboard ready. That, that'll do. He's cheating. Mm. To the Google machine. Um, <laughs> first, first question is, what year did the WWE introduce the first ever Elimination Chamber match? No idea. Let me guess, the, the bonus is who won it. And the bonus is not who won it, but which pay-per-view was it held at? Oh, fuck off. Oh, I don't know. That'll do. <laughs> I don't know. In your house, Elimination Chamber. Uh, no. No. Yes. No? No, no, no. no. It's, it's all guesswork. No, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes, Queen. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We knew it was coming. Let's be honest, well, we knew it was coming. Um, are we all ready? Happy? Yeah. Um, next question. What years... Oh, what years? What year did... I can't even read my own typing here. What year did they change the structure of the Elimination Chamber to its new squarer shape? That's a great question. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> no, I know it. No, I know it. Yeah, so, I, I Elimination Chamber originally was circular... Um, what year did they change the structure um, to be square? Square. And the bonus for this question was who won the chamber match that year? Oh. You already hate me, don't you? 
No, not really. <laughs> but if I win this, I'm going to absolutely destroy you next week. The first four questions have been complete guesses. <laughs> that that surprises me, Jack. I thought you'd know. Not... You're going to hate this next question, Shit. then. Go on. Um, how many Elimination Chamber matches did the ECW brand have? Oh, f- what? <laughs> Wait for it. Then this is the bonus question. One they shared with another brand. Which brand was it? You're an asshole. <laughs> well, with, to be honest, with the other, with the, the bonus, you've it's got a fifty-fifty shot. Two options, really. <laughs> um, Furious. How many did ECW? So does the one that they shared count as one that ECW had because they didn't have yes. it on their own, but they did have it, right? Yes. I'm just, gonna go how many away. do they have in, ge- in general? OVW. Um, uh, and I'd like to credit Wikipedia for all my answers. That's where I get all my answers because Wikipedia <laughs> yep, is always right. Okay, never wrong. Um, this question has three parts. Okay. Joy. Which wrestler has been in the most elimination chamber matches? So, which wrestler has been in the most elimination chamber matches? Yeah. The, the first bonus is. Which wrestler has won the most? And then the third bonus relates to the second bonus with how many have they won? So I'll read all those three again. Which wrestler has been in the most most Elimination Chamber matches? Oh, for God's sake. Second question, which wrestler has won the most Chamber matches? And the third is how many has that person won? Okay. All right, fine. <clears throat> And then finally, this question has six points. What? Oh, let me name, just name, name each competitor in last year's elimination. Name time. all the There's females. Name all the females from last who were in the first ever women's elimination chamber. Was that last one? year's one? The only one, mate. Yeah. Okay. So um, we. Yes, had... and they were seven. So yeah, I got my. There was seven. There was six in the women's. No, there was only six in the women's and seven in the men's. Seven in the men's, I think. No, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, yeah, six. No, two, six. Six. Okay. I, uh, so... I, I actually know this one, so I, I know all of them. Right, let me just think. Oh, um, do I mention... can't remember whether it was Jill Branded or not. I know it, so. It can't have been. I assume there's no bonus question to that. No. No. Cool. I'm done. Pen is down. I need a, I need a, um, I need a pen and paper for answers. Six, yeah. Six. Huh? Six. 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 Uh, I've, I've got. I've got. For, no, hang on a minute. No. Come on, boys. I'm not, I'm not moving on. I'm just going to stop. Um, <laughs> fuck it then. All right. Well, I know that I've probably got two actual correct answers out of all of this. And that's pretty much it. Um, and that's only because I can I can remember at least two from the from elimination chamber. Excellent. Um, Is it a point for each one or a point for six? No, no, a point for each one. Sure. Point, point for each one. I'm not being that much. I, I, I could I could steal it on the last answer because I I have not got a clue for the rest of them. Me neither. So uh, are we all ready? No, no. no I'm, I'm missing one woman. Aren't we all? Uh, He's missing that woman in his life, everybody. Jesus, right. 
the soft um, touch of feminine no, skin. <laughs> wow. Jack getting all sensual in this part of the podcast. We're vamping here. whilst we wait for Matt to fucking <laughs> answer his question. Five, oh, yeah, four, okay, got it. three. I've two, missed the most fucking obvious one. One. Because <laughs> yeah. we're in the Royal Rumble. Okay. Right, who, who's done the quiz? Me. I'm going to do it in order of left to right on my screen. So, Chris, you will go first, then Matt, then Jack. So, first question was, what year did the WWE introduce the first Elimination Chamber match? 2004. Okay. Matt? Uh, I went with 2006. I okay. also went 2004. The answer is 2002. Really? Okay. Yep. yep. I knew it was that. And, it was the early, bonus, yeah. and the bonus for that was... What pay-per-view was the first Elimination Chamber held at, Chris? No Mercy. Okay. Uh, Matt? Unforgiven. And um, Jack? I went for SummerSlam. And you're all wrong. It was Survivor Series. Brilliant. Oh, oh, oh that's the most logical Obviously. way to do so, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> um, Jack was close because I the first one that I remember watching was SummerSlam, so I always remember that as being. The I knew first there was one. one I, I knew there was one early on at SummerSlam, so that's just where I. Because the one at SummerSlam was the one with Triple H and the Goldberg storyline, so that's, that's how I remember. You're next. <laughs> so we're all at zero, everybody. Of course um, we are. What years? What years? I can still read it exactly how it is. My spelling is atrocious. Yeah. What year did they change the structure of the Elimination Chamber to its new square structure? Chris? I originally went 2018, but changed it to 2017 because of the bonus. So, 2017. <laughs> ah, okay. I, I did the exact same thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go on then, Matt. What did you get? 2015, because I didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> and Jack? Um, 2017... Because I did the same thing as Chris. <laughs> um, the answer was indeed 2017. Yes. Then we got bonus right then. And Bray the bonus. Yeah. Bray Wyatt. Chris? Bray Wyatt? I wrote, I wrote down John Cena. <laughs> it's Bray Wyatt. It is Bray Wyatt. Well done. Me and Chris on the same wavelengths. I love it. Congratulations. Because I was like, 2018, that's the only one I can remember. And then it was like, yeah, Roman won that. Roman won it last yeah. year. But then it was. What, what did you say the bonus was? Because what was the bonus question? Who when you said the, the bonus question, I was like, no, it's not that. Who won it that the, year? The, who won the chamber match that year? Yeah, so that kind of gives it a clue because it was one. Yeah, because there's two chamber matches, so it's just like right. Okay, yeah. Go back. Yeah. Kind of. I kind of. Subtle. Subtle nudging. Um. Next question was: How many elimination chamber matches did the ECW brand have? Chris? Three. Matt? Three. Jack? Two. Jack gets the point, everybody. Oh, baby, a triple. And the bonus question was, they shared one with another brand. Which brand was it, Chris? Smackdown. 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 Correct, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Killed Matt. (laughs) 
Matt, yeah, well, I'd like to apologise on Matt's behalf. He's Matt dying has with cough. The quiz because he is dead. <laughs> He has Aldi. cough, cough death. He's going to try and cough mute his mic every time, but sometimes obviously one's going to squeak out. So yeah, mine too. Um, next question was a three-parter. So which wrestler has been in the most elimination chamber matches first? Randall Chris. Keith Orton. I don't know Matt. if last year's one affected it, but before last year it was Triple H, so I've gone Triple H. Okay, um, Jack. I also went Triple H. Oh bollocks. I don't, I don't, I don't know it because I, I was originally thinking Randy Orton as well. I thought Triple H must have been once again going back to the Goldberg situation. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're all wrong because really? it was Chris Jericho. <gasps> I, you know, what? I originally yeah. put that. I changed that. Fucking bet, Chris uh, Triple H has won more than fucking everyone else, hasn't he? So, which wrestler has won the most chamber matches? I put I Cena because Cena wins. Lol. I put Cena, but I bet you it's Triple H. I'd put Cena, because Cena wins, lol. <laughs> it is indeed. Triple H. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. And if we get the, the number bonus... right, do we still get a point? Yes, I'll give you a point bonus, if we get the number right. Um, can you tell me how many that Triple H won? Chris? Three. Is holding up three fingers. Four. Matt? And Jack? Three. The point goes to Matt. It was indeed four. I don't care about this quiz anyway. So, how many? How many? <laughs> how rude! I spent all my time. I could get when fired. you should have been teaching your your students. Um, final this is, question. This is where I've won it. This is six marks it. up for grab. So going into the last question, Chris has three points. Matt has two points. Jack has four. Um, oh, name all the females who were in the first ever women's elimination chamber match. I'm going to start with Chris. Okay, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Nijax. Hang on. I know at least two of them are correct. And Say those again. Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, Nijax, and Charlotte. I'm pretty sure Charlotte's wrong. You receive. Four points. I'll take four off that. Thank you very much, sir. Um, Matt. I believe it was a raw branded pay-per-view. Yes, it was, and I completely fucked it up. The Riot Squad and Pages Squad swapped over. So I think it was Sasha, Bailey, Sonia Deville, Mandy Rhodes, Mickey James, and Alexa. Hang on. So say that again. Sasha Bailey, Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose, Mickey James and Alexa. Before you say that, can I say what I said? Go on then. No. Um, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Mickey James, and Alexa Bliss. Six points to both of you. Well done. Yes. <laughs> so, out of that, GG's boys. Four. I'm five, on seven. Six, I've lost. I'm last. Seven to Chris. Eight for Matt. Ten. Ten. For Jack, GG's. Well, um, I do apologise for the horrendousness of that quiz. But no, I no, was... no, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> no, good quiz, man. I was kind of, I kind of agreed to it and then went, but what am I going to do the quiz about? My original idea was I was going to find as many examples of wrestlers who had really terrible gimmicks before they had their best one, or like 
really bad catchphrases, but that was way too much effort. Um, so I gave up. Fair enough. Maybe I, I could. I could only think of two really terrible kind of catchphrases, and one of them was "Feast your eyes." So, feast um, your eyes. <laughs> I kind of stopped. And you can't um, say his name anyway, so you couldn't have done that one. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's Dominic Dijakovic. Dominic Dijakovic. All right. I am, a, I am a journalist, my friend. Um, before we get into the ins and outs of Raw and SmackDown and NXT this week. Um bit of news items for you. Um first things first, um WWE I'll probably related. Miss them because um uh, yeah. I I've just I haven't seen any. Yeah. None that are worth mentioning. I'm, I'm gonna go and put some I've got an extra one that you haven't got. Um the first one WWE related it is alleged that uh Heart Foundation will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. This is making the rounds on Twitter. Um it was brought to my attention via Jack because to be honest, I didn't know. Saw it on a cultaholic site the other day. There you go. Um, the next two news items come straight out of AEW. Um, the first one was um, part of the recent being the elite um, where Pentacon Jr. and Phoenix um, were greeted in the ring by the Young Bucks they did a bit of a in-ring promo at some indie show or whatever it was, um, and tried to say, "Look, come and come, come, and prove that you're the best against against us um, at AEW." And then it came out re- not long after it that actually they have reportedly signed. And there's loads of like Jericho's come out on his podcast and said, "Yeah, they've 100 percent signed." But then other people are saying they've still got contracts elsewhere, like exclusive contracts. And are they still I don't, with I don't TNA? Because I know Phoenix one of them might, was with Phoenix TNA. might be. I thought Pentagon was with oh. TNA. No. I'm not being funny. Uh, oh is... no, he was, wasn't he? They're both, yeah. no, they both were. So I, I don't know. To me, it's kind of weird that Jericho's using his pla- his podcast as a platform to just wheel out AEW news, when I don't think that's the right platform to do it personally. Yeah, but Jericho doesn't give a fuck about anything, does he? He's yeah, just Jericho a bit of an archetype. Yeah, but I, I, if I was AEW higher-ups, I'd be a bit pissed off, if I'm being honest. He can't do anything. He, see, he sees himself as the highest up in AEW, doesn't he? He's just an arrogant bastard. Yeah. He's probably, other than Cody and whatnot, he is probably getting paid the most. And it's Chris Jericho at the end of the day. It is. Um, if you get rid of him, who have they got? Pack, mate. It's all about Pac. He's, he's no uh, funny, but after, after watching Double or Nothing promo, fucking Adam Page is what they've got. Yes. Oh yes. My God. I think you'll find the correct answer to who they've got is Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy fucking Havoc. That's yeah. the You've stolen my next news story. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That's the only thing I can't like. I'm, I'm now just, I don't care about anything else. I'm, I'm going to go and watch AEW now. Wow. This is, this is, this is. In Only quote, if it's quote Daniel Bryan. Over, yeah. In quote Daniel Bryan, Matt is fickle. Oh, I said that it's a fucking U-turn and a half. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Last week, he was like, AEW is the best brand. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting signing because it raised questions about whether they're going to water him down for TV or whether he's going to whether they're going to have a late night TV slot and things like that, whether they're going to be quote unquote yeah. edgy content, which it's hard to say, or whether he's just going to be used for like double or nothing pay-per-views and not on the telly so much because the AEW pay-per-views or the or double or nothing or things like that, you can probably get away with doing more of that sort of shit, but yeah. obviously not at like, 
you know, weekly Fox News TV shit. You know what I mean? I know Fox is probably a bad example because of the whole SmackDown thing, but you know what I mean? Or on TNT or whatever fucking... Ne- oh, I don't yeah. know the networks in the States, but... Yeah, I, um, kind of, HBO. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've kind of had this thought about, say... if He does the paper cut spot quite a lot, and I think he could get away with that on TV. I'd rather, if, if they're, if they're going to pick and choose what he's going to do... I'd rather him not do it at all on TV because you can't just pick and choose what Jimmy Havoc yeah. does because he goes all out. You can, you can, see, to me, you could utilize Jim, Jimmy Havoc's strengths to me on necessarily the dangerous spots and the, the nasty blood stuff. It's his storytelling ability because to me, that, uh, the, his story, uh, there was a fantastic promo on uh, when he was in progress of him going through his legacy of pro- uh, progress, having to deal with Jim and all that sort of stuff. It's, genuinely fantastic it made me go sit up and take notes go fuck me i need to watch this and of course you got him and smoothman's ex-bay will osprey um you know you're, you're his ex- ex-bay yeah you what like zach saber jr you can have Saber-Junior. multiple bays yeah i've got i've got many bays mate all right and <laughs> your fingers in many pies wait that's that, that, that's the wrong analogy for this one uh yes it's all right you didn't mention it cream it's fine oh sweet oh Jesus. for goodness sake matt <laughs> Ah, lovely. Way to derail, way to derail a sentence there. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Havoc has to be done the way that Jimmy Havoc is best. And it is going to be interesting. I think we don't know who the TV deal is with yet. They Just do what Chris says. Have, it, have him go all out on pay-per-view. Don't yeah. worry too much about TV. Literally just promos and just building up to a, a, the hype on the TV show. I mean, the then... man, the man can wrestle, but yeah, he's not. I mean, he's not in... known particularly for wrestling, is he? No, I get that. In in the double or nothing uh, video that was released on YouTube about all of this, um, they were discussing it. I mean, obviously in their in their sort of quote unquote kayfabe terms, they're like, "Oh, trying to get my visa is hard." Da, 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 da. But like they're saying, um... <laughs> "I'm sorry." Before before you continue. <laughs> I watched that video and went, is this just a spin-off of Being the Elite? Yes. Because it's so tongue-in-cheek nonsense. I I, I like the reference to the dog as well. But like, funny. But like, um, yeah, I've completely forgot what I was going to say now. Uh, Oh, no, 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 that was it. Cody was explaining about his wrestling ability and how, how underrated he is in the ring. And he had some. He's had the best twenty eighteen probably out of anyone in terms of like because of his deals with progress and things like that. So honestly, I'm absolutely delighted for him, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen with it. It's it's genuinely, oh, to be honest, it gave Matt a semi, so that's a good start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, Matt might be full chub at the minute. I think <laughs> the thing out of it as well, and if you go back to early twenty eighteen, Cody Rhodes was doing indie shows in the UK. He was doing WCW or Defiant, as it's now called. Um, I don't know if that was start of last year or maybe the end of 2017. So he's seen the British scene. He's been around it for a bit. Not long, but he's been in and out. He's dipped in and out and done some matches with whoever. And I genuinely think he's gone. He's seen WWE's taken note of, of talent in the UK and gone, you know what? We need to have a look over there as well, not just stick to the indies over here, over here in America. Because I know Young Bucks have been going around a lot, haven't they, lately? Just turning up randomly. They're not even getting paid for it. Who They're... bring up British talent? Hmm. Exactly. I wonder who else did that. Oh, oh, that Jack raises an interesting point. Do you think that 
AEW hoovering up British talent to stop them going to WWE now? NXT UK? Or N- or exactly NXT the UK. same. Does that be the same purpose? Oh, no, really. Like, Jimmy Havoc's never, ever going to WWE, is it? No. I mean, he said it. No, in, but Jimmy Havoc's just the start, isn't it? He did, he did in an interview, I can't remember whether it was his one with the, um, on Cultaholic, where he did his, like, sending stuff to hell or whatever they call that show. That or was the was most it, cringiest thing or I've whether ever it was something, whether it was something like around the same time. But he basically said he'd love to go to NXT just to find out how quickly he gets sacked by the WWE. Yeah. That, that was his words, exactly. But, I mean, to be honest, it's more tongue-in-cheek with him, though. It's not genuine. It's just t- it's tongue-in-cheek. I mean, I, I can't foresee a wrestler not wanting to go to WWE, even if it's the, the right space, right time. I can't foresee a reason why a wrestler wouldn't want to go there. It's it's the holy grail. It's I'm it's not, the highest of the high. It's like going, would you rather play for MK Dons, or would you rather play for Barcelona? It's, you know... It's just, it, to, to me, I can't see a reason why a wrestler would turn their nose up at WWE if the offer wasn't right or wasn't at the right time. Because obviously Kenny Omega has reportedly, allegedly turned down several deals with WWE to stay in New Japan because it's not the right time. I, I, I hmm. still think he's going to go there one day, but it's just not the right time now. If you want to become a household name, you easily go WWE. You don't stick around in the indies because, granted, they're still big names, but only... In the wrestling terms, smart like, circles, yeah. But if you go to WWE, you're broadening to Americans and elsewhere in the world, aren't you? I know, but I'm kind of, I kind of agree and disagree with you because if you take, say, the wrestling community and people who watched it 10 years ago, it'd be what wrestling do you watch? WWE. What wrestling do you watch? WWE. PWG now, would be mentioned a bit. TNA would still, to be honest, yeah. uh, back back then TNA was still recognised and still. I mean, okay, it was laughable at times, but I mean they had some that they still had like AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Germ, Jeff Hardy, uh, Samoa Joe, Christopher Sting. Daniels. Um, I think Sting had left by then, but you, but, but, but you still had you still had a lot of you still had a lot of. Mm. Guys there that could arguably, you know, carry a pay per view comfortably. Maybe not but, Jeff so much, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Jeff Hardy <laughs> couldn't carry much. <laughs> they kind of carry, carry a body weight down pack. a fucking ramp. Yeah. Yeah. The the idea that I was trying to say though was like, if you go to say late 2018, pretty much now, and you said to somebody who's watched wrestling or watches wrestling, and you went, "What wrestling do you watch?" They could turn around and go, "Well, I watched some of Progress. I watched this. I watched that. I watched this." I think the landscape of people's I think that's because minds e- have been easily accessible. Yeah, it's much more easily accessible. Yeah, internet and social um, media and and Reddit and forums and particularly Twitter has made wrestlers a lot more accessible. Made wrestling in general a lot more accessible. Yeah. Stuff like Botchamania makes wrestling more accessible because you go, you see, you see funny stuff. You see Kyle O'Reilly and or you see Red Dragon or whatever it is taking a piss out of someone. Uh, by sort of fanning some, uh, fanning at one of the young bucks so he falls off the top rope. Shit like that makes you go, huh, that's funny. I wonder what wrestling promotion that is. PWG, huh, better go check some of their stuff out. Oh, I really like mm-hmm. it. I'm going to go and buy their merch. And it just sort of progresses from there. Because I, obviously, obviously being a fan of wrestling and then when what culture with the Adams and who when they started and they just blew up YouTube with their kind of 
exposure to wrestling and the what they've done because it was satire. I, I I knew I knew nothing about New Japan Pro Wrestling ever. Not never never watched it. Never seen. It. I knew obviously about maybe AJ Styles or um, Gallows and Anderson. I was like, oh, they were in New Japan. What's that? But then I kind of just ignored it. Whereas then you hear Kenny Omega's name. Kenny Omega's name was na- mentioned numerous, numerous times on a cultaholic or what culture, whatever you want to call it. And I went, who is Kenny Omega? So I Googled it. I YouTubed it. And I went, oh, he's a good wrestler. Why do I, why don't I watch this? And I wouldn't have got New Japan Pro Wrestling if it wasn't for that. The way I always look at it is when I was year seven, eight in school, which is for our American viewers, the start of high school, I guess. I don't know what grade system they use. I knew, I knew of, so how old was I? How old did you, you start? So 11, 12. 11. So I knew of Ring of Honor. So this was 13 years ago now. I knew of Ring of Honor because it was the time when CM Punk was there, Brian Danielson and whatnot. But I just wouldn't know how you'd access it except for an odd clip on YouTube. Um, but you knew everything about WWE, whereas now you see like Progress, like New Japan. You can see, oh, that's happening. Yeah, I'll just sign up for their uh, on-demand service. And get it easy for a, a six quid, seven quid, whatever New Japan is. Go watch Wrestle Kingdom and seventy-five, I think. Yeah, and it's much, much easier to access every single part of the wrestling industry, and you can also do it through Power Slam as well. Boom! Yes, you can exactly do enter, that. Enter code Bad Bookers to get a month free. Now, but if I remember correctly, um, okay, okay, right. I've got. I mean, this this is we're in tangent mode as we usually are. Yes, point, we are because I would. Yeah, West wrestling street was kind of shit. But um, <laughs> do you think it was easier to be a easier to be a wrestler in nineteen ninety nine or twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? I think what it's do a you lot mean more by easier to be a wrestler. That like define what you mean because. If you if you mean easier to get booked or easier to get booked, easier to get to a top. Oh yeah, to be a star. Easier to be a star. A million times easier in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand than it is now. Easier to be a good wrestler now. Yes, I think easy to get exposure and to get picked up very quickly by bigger companies is now because you have more exposure through, like we said, YouTube the internet um because for example if vince mcmahon is looking through twitter and sees this this particular shut your face on the toilet scrolling through twitter (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean triple h whoever talent relations it they're looking through their twitter and they go oh there's this video of this wrestler and they give it a click and then they look in the comments and there's just people going mental about it they'll go keep an eye on him whereas before you'd have to actually go to that show yeah. And watch it. Well, no, I mean that, that's that's a preliminary stage because that's what Regal does. Regal, as far as I know from from what I, from what I've heard in Wrestler Origin podcasts, I whenever listen to sort of wrestler podcasts, go. So how did so so you know how did you get started? It was always a case of oh, so it's sort of the, sort of the more recent sort of five or six years ago of people getting picked up. It's been a case of well, I worked my way up from the bottom. Uh, I, I went, I I had stepped in cars, I did this and the other, paid my dues. And uh, eventually, William Regal saw me at a show, at an indie show at PWG, or at um, or at an indie show in New, uh, not New Japan, but uh, on Dragon Gate, or at XWX, or wherever. And they said, hey, we like you, 
keep it up, uh, give us your details, we'll give you a call. And then we'll call you for a tryout and slowly and surely it all happens from there. So I, 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 fig- I figured that, you know, they're, they're always kept tabs on. I mean, Kevin Owens reported he was saying that, um, and Samoa Joe was saying, like, you know, you're not going to be a big star, but, you know, we, we're not, we don't see you as one of the top guys, but we're going to keep an eye on you and see how it goes. Yeah, I can guarantee that William Regal and Trips together have got notes and tabs on ninety five percent of the wrestlers in the world. Absolutely, they will they will know who everyone is and whether they're good enough to be in the performance center for a bit. Good enough to start on NXT straight away. Good enough to do an AJ Styles and go straight to the main roster. They'll have notes, tabs, everything on everything that's going on or if they're marketable that's that i think that's more key than anything if they're marketable and yeah, hopefully yes. well i mean it the, the problem we the problem we're going to start seeing soon is there's going to be a bottleneck coming very soon i think because you've unless unless they're happy to leave this current crop of nxt's nxt lot where they are for a significant amount of time you're gonna find a bottleneck soon because there's only so many top guys there's only so many people that can be top guys. And you've got arguably, what, five on each brand at the moment that are the top card or the higher end of the card. And because there's not enough belts and not enough to fight for in the mid to lower tier, you're going to see people getting the No Way Jose treatment or the Tyler Breeze treatment. Tyler Breeze is a fucking good wrestler. But, you know, unfortunately, it's the state of affairs where, you know, he's just not... He's not just not going to progress any further i can't see it happening it's a shame but it is it's just some make it some don't it's it's something i figure it a lot that comes down I to think luck that's the biggest i think that's the biggest fear from fans being being a wrestling fan you have this big worry that and i'll use will osprey as the biggest example everybody loves will osprey including me if you didn't know um but they say Oh, when are you going to go to WWE? I see it because Will Ospreay on Instagram every so often does like a ask me anything. And they're always like, would you wrestle in WWE? Are you going to go to WWE? And he goes, not at the moment, no. No, I'm not at the moment. He doesn't need, he need to. to at the moment. He doesn't need to. No, he doesn't need to. He says, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I don't need to go to there. I'll go if I'm good and ready, if the, I want to. The good thing is there's a lot of money in the indies now. That's that's uh, also the more a lot more money than there was in the indies now. Again, this is all conjecture. I don't know for fucking sure, but there's enough to keep Will Ospreay living comfortably for a long time and not have to go to WWE until the time is right. You need you need your payday. AJ went to WWE for the payday. Don't fucking blame him whatsoever. Wouldn't you in that position? Well, it's worked out, yeah, it's worked it, out well for a minute. Exactly. <laughs> But the if it pays off, like back, AJ, the one thing I wanted to go back on is Chris. You said luck. Mm. Um, and it just reminds me instantly of Kenta. He exactly. was the biggest thing in the wrestling world when he signed WWE. He was arguably the best wrestler in the world. And just like that, he got unlucky. He got a couple of big injuries. Ended up on 205 Live. No disrespect to the guys on 205 Live, but it's not the pinnacle of anything. But that's Kenta. Uh, two years ago, he was the hottest thing going. It's... It's a real yeah. I mean, I remember when he came into NXT and they went absolutely mental for him. And oh, the pop when he did the go to sleep. It's just, I just love it. It's a real shame. But again, Kenta. People did that with Shinsuke. Well, exactly. Well, Kenta's injury opens the door for someone else. Exactly. That uh, opens the door for Alistair they, Black. Or if, they take the, if they take it and um, grab it with both hands. 
he's gone down the pecking order a bit more and because of the length how long was he out for like a year that with year, one of yeah. his injuries that's a whole year where two three four five guys have taken his spot yeah i just want to call you guys out you just said that it's worked really well for aj styles going to wwe yes the first 12 months worked really well then he, he held the wwe he held the wwe title where he d- he had a think three clean wins in Basically, twelve months. Yeah, I'm not so talking was, kayfabe. It, I'm talking contract-wise. The guy's yeah, getting paid con- fucking contract millions. Contract-wise, it was family. great. But he he's gone from could have had one of the best legacies of any wrestler in history to someone who went to WWE for a payday and ended up arguably making himself look like a worse wrestler for it because his last in the last eighteen and months, more pounds in the bank. But the last eighteen months, he's looked like average Joe. He's not looked like a good wrestler. He's had three good matches. But he's he got millions of millions of pounds in the bank. He's got many, millions and millions of the pounds in the bank, yeah. but He's already cemented the legacy in TNA, <laughs> New Japan, anywhere else. And he, he's become nearly the longest reigning WWE champion. Granted, it might have been through shoddy finishes and whatnot. But because he was WWE champion for that long, he probably got paid near enough the top wage as well. And yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. I, I still think he's—I still think he's a—he's become a much, much bigger name by going to WWE, and by I'll that he man, cemented yeah. himself as a legacy. Personally, yeah, because I didn't know who it was before. Well, I mean, I mean, Honestly, I, I knew of him. Twelve, twenty-four months ago, I'd never heard of New Japan or Ring of Honor. So, yeah, I, I get your points, but if you're looking at people as wrestling legacy, I think less of AJ Styles now than I did when I came to well, when I first started watching WWE because I went back and looked at his, his history and looked what he did on the Indies and looked what he did in TNA and wherever he was and he was a really good wrestler and now he's that guy that held the WWE title and won it because he kept getting kicked in the dick but that's okay, because then. you're okay, more then. of a fan of his indie style of wrestling but unfortunately AJ has to cater his style to a mass audience yeah. not to not to an indie audience um, and that, and that, that's not shitting on indie fans at all. It's just that you're not going to be able to do indie matches on an, on on WWE Raw or SmackDown. You're not going to do it. They you can't pull off those do those matches every week. It, as much as some of us would love to see, it and others would others would others won't others wouldn't. But they have to cater to everyone, not just you know us. Yeah, but they mm-hmm. could do it at WrestleMania, and they didn't. They could they could have had one of the greatest matches of all time between Nakamura and AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Oh, I don't they could have let them go for forty minutes and have a proper match. And instead, they had a twenty minute soft, wet match and followed it up with somebody fondling somebody else's testicles. Hang on, I'm, I'm not being funny. I remember that match not being shit. It was an okay it wasn't match. Terrible. It, it was, was. It was a, for the two a people that were in the ring. Three and a half star match. It, it should have been a in the ring. It should have been much, much, much more. Yeah, but it was still. But, okay. it, but it, was, it was also because they 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 hyped it so much. It's a Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles match. Yeah, I know. It can't be not hyped. No, like, I know. To I the know. to the moon and back. Yeah, which is it's always a, a bad thing if you will, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it, it could be that, like we said, wrestling has changed a lot. In terms of exposure, how much is it going to change again over the next 10 years? You never know. Being into directly and into our brains. AW. VR, <laughs> augmented reality. <laughs> I'm now a virtual reality wrestler. My dream is come true. I'd rather them do that than sitting through 
five hours of main roster. I'd ra- I, honestly, I'd rather do that than have to play WWE games again. Fucking hell. Um, WWE games... Are trash. Are trash. Um, apparently this year's was quite good. No, it wasn't. It was trash. It's still glitchy as fuck. Is it? They're Brilliant. All, because, because, because they still, to this day, no matter how many years... How many years they've been able to implement ragdoll effects into a game? They still cannot get characters to ragdoll correctly. They still don't move correctly. It all feels very wooden and just loose, and just not. It's all, it's all really delayed. It's like two in the ring, and then one will slowly goes to a move. It it doesn't feel very fluid at all in any way. It's like trying to watch uh, Kurt Angle wrestle at the moment. It's just too <coughs> stiff. It's just like shots fired. It's, no, it, again, I mean, uh, you'd probably rest like that if you'd had the several, several broken necks. Um, but yeah, I digress. I think, I think, yes. I think, uh, I don't have much else to say now. Oh, but, oh yeah, are, are we going to talk about Randy? Raw. I mean, are we going to talk about Randy or not? Oh yeah. I mean, like, can- he's open to it. I just want to put out that I'm also open to talking with the yes. AEW. I'd, I'd, if you I'll, need I'll, a commentator, I'll... I'm right here. No. <laughs> <laughs> we need you for a host. If you need a job for Jimmy Havoc, I'd do it once. I'd love to have a go. Put me through light tubes. Do whatever you want. I'll take that any day of the week if you give me his pay as well. Yeah. I'll do it one one match, one death match against Jimmy Havoc. And Paper cuts died. everywhere. Death by a thousand cuts. GG's. Yeah. Um, yeah, Randy Orton's is, is, is apparently open to talks with AEW. Whether that is legit or not, we have no clue. Oh, it's legit. Everyone's going to be op- everyone's going to be open to talking to the AEW. I assume AEW aren't open to talking with Randy Orton. I think you'll it. find they are. <laughs> I reckon every every wrestler is willing to talk to AEW. Does every wrestler want to go to AEW? Hell no. Well, Randy Orton. It, it depends on the money that's being offered. Absolutely. WWE still offering more, so allegedly, obviously. Yeah, allegedly. Wow. It's all allegedly. Well, well, there's no, there's no way Randy Orton would go far on the indie seas. He is, he is a. But is AEW an indie though? It's borderline, isn't it? It's, it's going to be it's indie, indie in until it gets, until it gets mainstream, and we need to wait and find out whether it's going to get mainstream or not. At the moment, TNA it's, an in, wasn't. It's, an indie t- it's an indie t-shirt shop. That's yeah, yeah, at the moment it is, yeah, because TNA wasn't classed as an indie, was it? I mean, I would class it as an indie because nobody fucking watched it. <laughs> but it wasn't, though, was it? It was, it was a TV show. Um, it, it was, they had its own TV show. Get it on yeah, it's, it's still indie. and Until you've made it into the mainstream, and by that I mean yeah, but yeah, 25% yeah. of people who watch wrestling watch that. They might watch WWE as well, but you need a massive, massive, massive chunk of people to watch something because oh, I'm not um, in indie. Rev, Pro, Rev Pro's on the TV because Smoothman had it and we watched it when we went round. But I would still class Rev Pro as very much indie. Oh, it's very much indie. Very much. But they're on, they're on well, well, I mean, I, yeah, but I they're guess... on TV, but in the deeper depths of the Virgin. It's still, on, it's still a TV build, isn't it? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I guess you could argue. You, you, you could argue that TNA's production values, to me, would yeah, have set like... it apart from a standard indie show with a guy holding a DSLR. You know what I mean? Which, it's, which it's, is... it was very. The way I thought of TNA was very, very much NXT the, rest, at the, the wrestlers were very much not indie. The production value. Was very much in. If, if you look at if you look at the kind of that idea of sports entertainment, I know I'm going to use that word that phrase, and I hate it. But 
you look at you look at WWE, you look at NXT. NXT is like a doled up version of Indies, right? Yeah, essentially. And their production is a lot better than yeah. TNA probably would be. But I, TNA, but I they, like they oh, have yeah. the same level of like arena size, I'd say. Impact now are very, that. very different to what TNA was. Yeah, TNA was in... filmed at Universal Studios with thousands of seats in it. So, so it, was, it was like no one's empty. Um, the Impact have done very well to kind of grow out of that reputation, if you will, and gain a new reputation of being, you know, this is actually kind of good. Mm. And I still wouldn't watch it. But... No. <laughs> So on Twitch we... every now and then, and I just go, yeah. I think they're all on Twitch now because they're like in between TV deals or something. AAA yeah. are on Twitch as well. What? AAA. Triple A. Triple A. Oh, yeah, yeah. AAA. Yeah, is, yeah. Isn't that where what's his fucking name? Well, what's his name? Literally showed. Was it? Where's my fucking music? Or whatever it is. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> oh, I should do my school. Yeah, it's not school. School. It? School. It's something. Mystico like that. or something. I don't know. Hey, Where's my yeah, fucking it's... music? And it was just fucking Is back that the guy's own commentary? Yeah, yeah, just back in yeah, black, yeah, yeah. like brilliant. It's nice. <laughs> Love it so much. Yeah. I thought AAA was Triple H's first gimmick. Oh my. <laughs> wow. Wow. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, let's get into Monday Night Raw. Um, talking of the McMahon family, we started this week with Stephanie. Yeah, but then she got, but then she got destroyed by Becky. So it's pretty much Becky is refusing medical attention for her left knee, um, which if you watch the Royal Rumble carefully, it's actually her right knee. But um, Botchamania pointed that out for me. Uh, <laughs> but it's this idea of she's refusing to get any medical attention because she doesn't want to lose the match against Ronda again. She doesn't want to be out of it. Um, Stephanie is very much, you aren't going to do anything in this ring or anywhere in WWE until you get uh, kind of get cleared. Therefore, we're going to suspend you. Then Becky knocked her face in. Good. Very loosely knocked her. She, she didn't give one of the old Peyton Royce thump, um, thump yeah, punches. Was, uh, well, throat punches. <laughs> I love um, those yeah. th- throat punches. Um, yes. I, I like this story. I don't know if some people are shitting on it. To me, uh, what it does is it, it kicks Becky out of the ring. It kicks Becky and Ronda from squaring up the whole time in terms exactly. of to fight. Um, I don't really get why Becky's on both brands at the moment. It's a bit odd, but, you know, I'll, I'll no, I like it. it. It's just, I, it's just I, I do. I do like it. Yeah. Asuka did it last. It's been shat on. Going, oh, shit. Oh, real shit. It's like, well, this actually kind of makes sense. This, I've read this on Twitter and I have the same sentiment. Is It's giving that bit with Stephanie and Becky gave me Stone Cold Vince McMahon feels. She's not see this this is this is this kinda gets on my tits, this whole but, she's yeah, an ex Stone I mean, Cold she's this no she she's herself. No, 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 no. Yeah, she is her own <laughs> storyline kind of is very stone the, cold. The storyline gave me the yeah. feels of this is what it used to be like. It's, but in this era which can a, work. It's an anti hero um, going against Basically, what an authority yeah. figure says, and next yeah. week Becky Lynch is going to come down and spray beer over him. <laughs> no, she's going to she's going to put the disarmor on fucking Vince or something. 
She's no, she's gonna no. Instead of a milk oh, truck, or a, a bit, or a oh god, Guinness truck, or a beer <laughs> truck, a Guinness truck, mate, yes. or some, or some, or some potatoes, just chucking potatoes filled with quinoa, firing potatoes out of a potato cannon, that would kill some little five-year-old in the front row. As long as you get Steph with one of them, everybody'd be fine with it. Oh, you know, she'd just go straight for Corey Graves. She fucking hates him on Twitter in a minute, so good fun. Yeah, he's, I, I thought it was very good. I really enjoyed that. And then as she was leaving the arena, she bumped into Ronda. I'm sorry, but I tried to watch that Ronda promo and I didn't understand a word she, she said. speaks far too fast. No, I didn't, did, did anybody catch what she said? Because if you can just like... Oh, paraf- yeah, just anything. Can you paraphrase uh, The last it for bit me? was Advil and Ice Bitch, which Advil is a painkiller, I think. Yes. So um, yeah, ice, yeah, it, it's an American ice. thing. Where obviously we're English, we don't quite know yeah, what that is. Out of. I am not English. All, All right, right, then. From the British Isles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. Fucking I refugee. Do, yeah, get some. Go on, Becky. Go on. Refugee. Some... <laughs> oh, goodness me! Just actually call me a refugee. <laughs> I'm joking, Matt. <laughs> now, now, children. Uh, <laughs> So a nothing Manx, Syrian, for God's sake. What? I said a Manx, not Syrian. Oh, for, God's for sake. goodness sake. GG. Uh, um, yeah, my joke is gone now. I was just going to say, Becky, get some Nurofen, you'll be fine, love. Um, That's basically what Rhonda told her to do. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Rhonda went out in a blind rage and wanted to fight somebody. Still had time to give kids some gloves, though. Appreciate that. Yeah. She does that every week. Good guy, Ronda. She first started off by um, fighting against uh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Um, pretty much just murked her. Um, got her in the armbar and then she tapped out. Then she pretty much did this promo again where they're all cheering. They're all booing me. Does anybody else want to have a go? And then Logan got in the armbar. No, I can that is pretty much that is pretty much what the promo was, um, and then she got in the ring, and then that match happened, uh, and then she won again, and then it looked like Ruby Wright was about to jump in the ring, and then didn't, and then went backstage and had a conversation about I didn't get in the ring because I was helping my friends. Um, I, I think this teased Ronda versus Ruby at Fastlane, maybe something like that. A predictable enough pay per view, not a predictable match, but it puts Ruby Riot up at the, near the top. Well, who, who, if, if it's at Fastlane, who's fighting Ronda at um, Thingy? At, the Elimination uh, Show. Yeah. I don't know. She doesn't have to face, face anyone. The small child Ronda, that, that she actually gave the gloves to. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas. Um, RIP Nicholas. Never forget. To be fair, with Elimination Chamber, you could probably give the kind of main titles a rest. I know that sounds a bit controversial. Main uh, titles don't need to be defended at Elimination and Chamber of Fastlane because most of the time it doesn't matter. It means jack shit. Unless um, it's in the Elimination Chamber, obviously, like the WWE yes. title. But I don't I mean, that, that I don't expect that. We all know Daniel Bryan is retaining yeah. there. Like, it's just stupid to even have it defended, mm. but they'd have been better off having a number one contender. And the Universal, ma- the Universal title is not going to be defended until Mania. So, Why? Why is that, Jack? Because uh, some bloke uh, who's got the title, um, you know, he's uh, he just doesn't bother turning up, mate. Just uh, he's gonna fight for AEW. That's why. Oh, is everybody's going there? Um, <laughs> we then had the tag team 
was it a four-way match yeah, for number four, one contendership? Mate. It was the revival. I've got a bone. To um, Lucha House Party B team Lucha. Heavy Machinery. Um, the match on the YouTube highlights that I saw was pretty much just quick. Um, apparently, Otis and Tucker Knight have lost their surnames. Yeah. Yeah, it is just Otis and Tucker Why? Because wrestling, WWE, if you've got more than just one like name, Rowan you're is useless. Rowan, not Eric Rowan. Yeah, he's called Rowan. Andrade. Next week, you know, Becky Lynch is no called No one says Otis Dozovich. That's just a mouthful. To call him Dozer. That's or what they Dozer. did on what, what, NXT, what, didn't they? Otis or Dozer. Jack, uh, i got a bone to pick with this match. Go on then, Jack. Hit not, me with it. It was last week. This type of match was elimination. This week, why is it one four to a finish? What the? F- just stop changing the rules to the matches. <laughs> oh, hang on. To the same. Are we going to get into that later as well? Probably. Um, when we're talking about rules in matches, we'll get to that later. Because I was doing my notes for Raw, and I thought, right, it's going to be elimination. So all I have to do is write down el- eliminations. Then the revival pin. Who was it? B team. And it was just like they yeah, they've won the match. So I've got no notes for it. I was like, oh, thanks. Nice one, dickhead. <laughs> um, to be quite honest, um, <laughs> is this giving the revival a title shot so they don't get to AEW? <laughs> no, well, I'm not going anywhere too. Isn't it yeah. like seventh really time they've been the number one? The first, the, the first thing I thought about was, wow, this made the Royal Rumble match even more irrelevant. What yeah. the fuck? Like, why are you just going to give them? Oh, I don't understand. And- um, I'm 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 not going to spoil my prediction for. Can, can, I, can I ask a, another question about the the rules of this match? Like, if it's a fatal four way tag match, why don't they all just get in the ring? And because there's no disqualifications. So it's, this no no no. So this is this is this is wrestling, right? If you have if you have a tri- if you have a fatal four way match or a triple threat match in a singles competition, you're all in the ring at the same time. You don't tag in to be exactly. in a one on one match. So yeah. why in a tag team match? It should be an like elimination four-way um, tornado tag. Or you can only tag your partner. So it's a four, four in the ring, and you can only tag your partner. I quite like yeah. the concept of randomly tagging in. I quite, I quite like that. It is quite fun, because you could get it could be to swear, like, like the B team. Like the B team steal a win. Like They did that, didn't they, in a fatal four-way match? I think so, yeah. So that bit is quite cool, but yeah, do tornado tags no longer exist? Do no. They, are they are they dead? Inside Hell in a Cell. That was the last time we had a tornado tag match. Cool. Good Steel talk. cage Hell in a Cell. Um, that be a elimination good. chamber. I guess you could add to that. No. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that'll yeah. be. Well, that's gonna be a fucking clusterfuck, isn't it? The, well, the, they did a tag team one last year. Didn't they? No, it's two years no. ago. They teased one last year and they never bothered with it. Well, fair enough. Um, it was announced on Twitter before Monday Night Raw that Kurt Angle was going to make a speech. Um, everybody was then going, he's retiring, or he's retiring at WrestleMania, we need to set up a match. Um, that's pretty much the way that they're going with it by the looks of it. Um, awesome. It came, looked like he was just about to break down and cry and say, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm done, I'm retiring, I can't do it anymore because I keep losing. We then had... Uh, Baron Corbin come out and just give off. Why is he still wearing that fucking suit? <sighs> I don't know. I really don't. We then had um, 
Drew McIntyre come out and say, look, yeah, we're going to put you down. We're going to end your career for good by beating the crap out of you. Um, so they pretty much ran to the ring and surrounded him. And then Braun Strowman came out and sent them both running after kind of attacking them a little bit. And it was just a bit... He threw uh, the chair at Baron Corbin. That was yes, funny. he did. We had the throwing of the chair spot again. But uh, I feel sorry for Drew McIntyre um, massively at the moment. You're probably the biggest heel in the men's division. And you're probably going to be in a tag team match. Well, they buried him, didn't they? They, they, they built him and 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 built him. And then buried him by having him lose three weeks in a row at the end of last year to Finn Balor. Finn Balor. He just doesn't I make think sense. At the moment, it's wrong time, wrong place. It's yeah. the same thing with luck because we got a champion that never shows up. We Seth Rollins is going to face him at Mania, so that's four months, two whatever, three, four months, three, two, three months even of that storyline. So what do you do with him? Like, I, I just go for feel... the IP belt. I just I feel I feel like, Lesnar is ruining the men's division of Raw. If you're not in the IC title match and you're not going to face Brock, what are you going to do? Honestly, what are you going to do? You wouldn't want to go tag team match, would you? <laughs> no. <laughs> tag team wrestling's dead on Raw. Tag team wrestling's dead in total. Shitty face. <laughs> on the main roster. Yeah. yeah. And it's just... Yeah, I don't... I, I don't care. I don't care for this angles. He just stuff. needs to wait his wait his um because I'm sure he's going to be Universal Champion at some point. It'd be a perfect guy for a uh, for Seth, but at the moment he's just a bit there. Yeah, I just feel that this because they had a tag team match later, didn't they? Um, I think it was the main event. And to be quite honest, it was typical non nonsense match, really. Where there's Drew McIntyre's nonsense. I said nonsense, mate. Oh, right. <laughs> so much <laughs> editing tonight. Um, because they had that match at the end of the night, and it was just a bit. Uh... I can't remember what happened. Not McIntyre, I, I only... McIntyre, McIntyre, and Corbin won the match, and then um, by one. disqualification. That was which, well. which oh. this is the stupid thing, right? This was this is this is the the thing that I've got a bugbear with. Right, is this disqualification? Is it this, know, is it this one? Yeah, Baron, a broad because... Roman was in the ring, and the ref was like, "You need to get out of the ring," but everyone else can do it. But so then you watch, and then you watch a tag team match on SmackDown, and they all jump in and break up pins and all of that nonsense. Same in the one earlier in the night, and you go, "Huh? Have you just changed the rules over like over the next last hour?" Consistency. Um, that one match. Yeah. All I'm going to say is NXT, Aya Shirai jumps in the ring. No no one um, provoked her or anything. She just jumps in the ring and helps Kyrie Zane. Why didn't she get disqualified? True, true. So because wrestling, this is everyone... thing and they were just doing it for lols, just like they did at the end of the fucking Hell of a Cell last year. and Where they just randomly make up rules just because it helps Stop. them with the terrible, Please. terrible story that they're trying to tell. Just, yeah. Do it, another, do it in another way. Like, don't change the rules. Have Braun Strowman legit throw a chair at Baron Corbin. That's a DQ finish. 
Yes. I'd like to see that. I miss those chair spots. That, that, that one from Roman was absolutely fantastic a couple of years ago. Or was it last year? Yeah. Where he just slam, cannoned it? it at Roman. Was it, was it in that... It was in the Fatal Five rematch, wasn't it? Nothing like that. The one where he just cannoned it at him and just Roman just... Right he just face. crumpled like a piece of paper. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, so then we had... So that was the main event. So now this is all out of order. But we had another chamber qualifying match for the women's tag team titles. Whose idea was it to put Alicia Fox and Nikki Cross together? Vince. It's so, got Vince written all over it. So Vince, Cross is a heel. You, yeah, so... But is she? Because last week she was with Faces, or the week before. Yeah, what? She's getting the Dana Brooke treatment. Yeah. Um, well, they're both a bit crazy. It got Vince written all over it. Yes, it did. Um, they got attacked before the match. Um, did Sasha and Bailey? Apparently, from what I heard in the highlights, because I don't watch the product fully, um, time and ting. Um, apparently, Sasha Banks didn't really get into the match. It was all Bailey, and then she didn't get Sasha. in it at all. Didn't get in it at all. Sasha helped Bailey on the outside when she was about to be crushed into a ring post by Nikki Cross and then got into the ring. And I'm sorry, but I'm sure that Alicia Fox's feet touched the rope a little bit. Uh, yeah. The... So, breaking pinfalls nowadays, do we not do that? Good old Foxy. Thank you very much, Mr. Zebra. Um, but yeah, it was a Bailey roll-up. Um, very, very close to the ropes. Um her feet, Nick, uh, Alicia Fox's feet did graze it and touch it. You didn't uh, need to put they Nikki didn't, Cross they in They didn't this. graze it, they full on slapped the rope. Yeah. You don't need to put Nikki Cross in this. You don't need to do it. You don't. You don't. You don't. Well, I think um, you, I, it, it, would, it would have been Dana Brooke's spot had Ember Moon not been injured, I think. I guess. Well, Would you give it to anyone? Yeah. Give it Lars Sullivan. Um, Lacey Evans, there you go. Yeah, why not, yeah. yeah. Well, to be honest, I don't think she can be trusted at the minute. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> the next thing, I've got massive, massive... Can you... No, I just... I can't even say it. Can we just acknowledge the fact that Rodog is a very middle-aged uh, man? Oh, middle-aged man, yeah. He's a fantastic producer, fantastic agent. Wearing, her, wearing that outfit... And doing half of his gimmick because Billy Gunn's not there. Then introducing what's his face, Jeff Jarrett as Jeff a Jarrett. face. Jeff Jarrett, and then coming Rainy. out and singing that Double song up. that no one knows the words to, no one cares for. Then he does his J Double F nonsense. Please don't do it. Um, <laughs> now, can, can I Elias just... has been turned heel unexpectedly just for this. It's it's awful. It's very weird that they've turned Elias heel for Jeff, for, for Jeff Jarrett stuff. Um, I was I was listening to a wrestling podcast. Shout out Don Tony, Kevin Castle, but um, because because obviously we are from the British Isles, we don't get country music over here, and the style of music that Jeff Jarrett and Road Dog were singing that that's not really commonplace over here. They were saying which 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 makes. Which makes total sense. If they were to do this in somewhere like Memphis or Tennessee or Nashville, places like that where country music is very prominent, then yes, I can almost, even though it's shit, garbage. It's it, you can see that there's logic behind it, but there's no logic. But I can't understand what the logic is behind this. Where you've had you've had you've had Elias in it, a very good 
face run where he comes out. He goes, who wants to walk with Elias? Which everybody's behind. Level one. And then he was telling other people to shut their mouths instead of the crowd. And he's clearly a face. Then we get to the Royal Rumble. They come out number one and two. And then all of a sudden he's turned heel. What? Very Jeff weird. Jarrett is going to be Elias's manager, and Elias is going to become the new greatest ever intercontinental champion. Are you saying that with a hint of irony, or do you mean that? I'm saying that as that's what's going to happen. Because Vince, I don't. I, to be honest, I don't hate that too much. No, I, I mean, don't. I, 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 I like intercontinental champion. Yeah, I mean, to me, I just, I, I no, why Jeff? Because I mean, I mean, he's his road dog's mate. He's road dog's mate. Slap nuts. Just slap nuts. Uh, uh, it's literally it's 2019. It's literally we don't care anymore. Is literally to try and get nostalgia into WWE because we haven't had it enough, apparently. But you do it with Jeff Jeff Jarrett in a storyline that no one really cares about. We care about Elias because he's good at what he does, but we don't care about this nonsense. But, but one... it, it, all, it, all it is, is we had Jeff Jarrett save Road Dogg's career by hiring him in TNA, and Road Dogg's now doing him a favour because he can't get hired anywhere else. That's what it is. Well, Jeff Jarrett owns... But he doesn't need to be on the screen for that. Well, 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 you Jeff showed... Jarrett... Was wrestling up until the end of last year. Yeah, he was wrestling for Global it's... Force, which or Globe Force, which which is his brand. Which which what, I mean, I think he was in as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's all convoluted. Where basically he took a load of impact. He split off from TNA, took a load of them with him, load load of the wrestlers with him. Went and decided to try and book all like but baseball stadiums, and no one fucking turned up to it. Um, this this is like going back a few years where he was promoting it for God knows how long. And it fell apart. He then merged back with Impact, which was then which was then Impact. You know, tail between his legs. Everything was sort of hunky dory. Now he decides to come over here, and as a booker, or as a booker, or a producer, or an agent. Yes, I can. I fully behind that. Same with um, uh, same with the Bears. Same with uh, Shane Helms. I think that's fantastic. That's brilliant. But I don't need Jeff Jarrett on my screen. It's 2019. I don't need it anymore. You know. Bear in mind, this this is a guy who royally, royally fucked WWE over. Uh, do you know? Do you know the story about Jeff yeah. Jarrett in the nineties yeah, when, when he was it. the IC title, the IC champion, and demanded his full pay, or he would, or he wouldn't wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, no, like, he, would, he wouldn't drop. He wouldn't drop the belt unless he got two hundred and fifty grand. Was yeah, it two hundred? And Vince, Vince gave him the money and then sacked him the next day. Yeah, and that's the reason why he's used in the in the invasion promo, where he's going. Mm. I don't like the way he spelled his name, and then it's, and he just says it's gone in like a weird way of selling. He just says G O N N E. He says gone like incorrectly, but whatever. Um, yeah, it, there, there's a lot of history with Jeff and, and Vince, so hopefully it's all amicable. I presume it is they now. Trips is very good at making everything. Oh, he's amicable. in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? So, couldn't couldn't give a fuck. I just don't need him near the TV anymore. Feuding with someone who is arguably one of the rising bright stars of NXT NXT talent. Uh, remember that he's an NXT talent. He's not an indie darling. He's an NXT talent. Mm-hmm. Who they brought through, 
and you've now got him feuding and will probably ultimately be losing to Jeff, which is just mad to me. But hey. Cool. Can we move on quickly? Thanks. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I hate the fact we talk about that too long. <laughs> Finn Balor um, was supposed to challenge Mr. Big Muscles Lashley. Lashley. Um, Lashley. Um, but apparently he's not worthy to be fighting a man like Lashley, according to Leo Rush. So he had a match against Leo Rush anyway, but got attacked before the match by Lashley. So he's not worthy to face Lashley, but Lashley's willing to beat him Standard up. Standard heel, heel tactics, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the match was, yeah, it was all right, maybe. I don't know. Didn't really have an opinion on it because it had Leo Rush in it. Um, I do apologise, Leo, but I'm just not a fan. Uh, <laughs> and he's better in the ring than when he's fucking talking. That is very, very true. Um, Balor beat him with a pinfall and then left the ring very quickly to avoid Bobby Lashley. To be honest, Bobby La- did anybody hear Bobby Lashley's terrible attempt on the mic, by the way? No, refused didn't to. I didn't even watch the match. He, I watched the highlights and... He tried to do a promo and it just sounded like as if um, he he was pretty much pausing to then read off a piece of paper. This and is then why carry on. he's got Leah Rush. That even though we hate Leah Rush talking, let Leah Rush do the talking, please. Because he's yeah. just better at it than Bat Bobby. Yeah. Um, again, I don't. I've kind of stopped caring about the IC title. I still don't believe how in 2019 you have a champion, an IC champion, who can't fucking speak. I mean, even okay, even, yes, Heyman represents Lesnar, but at least Lesnar's able to speak. Yeah, but and he that, just says swear words. Yeah, but again, oh, but, suplex but that, but, city bitch. But but that no and his whiny voice. Yeah, or you hear like a weird scream from Lesnar, which is always quite funny. But no, Lesnar is actually able to talk. Lashley appears to just be devoid of words. You have to pay him an extra five hundred grand for him to start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vintage fucking dirt that, as well. That happened. Um, also, something that needs to disappear from our screens very quickly is a moment of bliss. No, I didn't. I didn't hate I'm, this. Uh, it's I'm been. Not, it's just. Can somebody been teach three or four weeks? It's been a three. It's been three or four weeks. Well, it's because they've been incredibly careful with Alexa Bliss because she's clearly not one hundred percent yet. That is and they need to fine. keep her on screen because they need to keep her relevant. But yeah. I think they fully intended to give her the GM role, and then when they decided they were going to scrap it with like a minute's notice, they went, "Oh shit, what are we going to have Bliss do?" Yeah, hundred percent. And every Raw, for some bizarre reason, every Raw going back since to like early two thousands needs to have a talk show segment in it. Whether it was you know uh, talk what, what, segments are terrible. Well, even before that, you had. Um, Rowdy's pit, yeah, but, yeah, Piper's pit. pit. You Piper's had, pit, um, yeah. I mean, what was what when Jericho did? Uh, highlight, highlight reel, highlight reel, um, TV, Kevin Owens show, uh, Kevin Owens rated show, rated R show, rated R. R. Yeah. Uh, you had all fucking all of Ambrose them. Ambrose Asylum, yes. R.I.P. Mitch, Let's never see. forget. I love Mitch. But that, I'm just Ambrose has to bring Mitch back just for one segment. That'd be amazing. That's his mania match, mate. Uh, yeah, against Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I see. I, I, I quite enjoyed this. I mean, having Nia come out is a bit irritating, but I. Th- oh, I think... Nia can do one at the moment. Literally, how <sighs> can do somebody you... teach her how to clear a fucking throat? For God's sake! <laughs> I don't get. I don't. I get why Dean and Nia. <laughs> 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 
I get why Dean and Nia are kind of in this weird feud thing, but why do you need Nia Jax coming out to build an EC3 Dean Ambrose match? Because Nia needs to be on TV every week. And then being really sexualized about, ooh, EC3 is a very good-looking man. He is, to be fair. Yeah, but we don't need Alexa Bliss to tell us that. I mean, um, why is why isn't that sexism? Why is it why is it not okay to say that a woman is an attractive person when she's in her underwear and wrestling, but it's fine to say it about a man because who's it, in his because it's his gimmick. It's borderline his gimmick. He is he's a, a poser. Very uh, he's he's a poser and a, a very sexualized man. But the only, I mean, the only thing the only thing that I actually enjoyed about it once I got through the nonsense with Nia Jackson at the beginning was Dean Ambrose being absolutely hilarious. Dean is a face again. Dean doing a face his... again. The best was Just who, who the... is EC1 and 2. That was brilliant. <laughs> Where is EC1 and 2? This what does is... EC3 stand for? The, the, the thing, the thing that, that, that irritates me to an extent is Dean Ambrose was quite, well not quoted, but it's been sort of rumoured that one of the reasons why he's not signing because he hated the hokey shit that he had to do uh, whilst being Dean Ambrose and not as part of the Shield. The thing is, is I think this is this sort of style is Dean's best work, where he is. It, it, it sounds like he, he's clearly on script, but it sounds like he's off it. Um, he is a lot more light-hearted. I really prefer this art stuff like when he was the Mountie, which was hilarious a couple of years ago. And um, you know, I, I like this sort of stuff with Dean. It's just it's a, it's a lot more character than. Saying everyone smells and just being a bit irritating. He's having a siren in your theme tune. Oh, but it, random intermittents, intermittents. Intermit- is that something like that? Yeah. But I mean, uh, yeah, I love the whole because the whole thing was EC3 wasn't able to speak, so any time he was going to speak, I don't um, get why a man who is very gimmick based and he isn't the greatest wrestler in the world. He's okay. Why would you then not have him speak? Because it was a funny part of that one segment. But it, it's not, he's been on the main it, roster for like four or five weeks at this point, and he's never not said a speak, word. It, it, the because... only time he spoke is when he shouted "EC3" during the match. Yeah, I forgot. And, and he was actually, and he did actually better speak. on the mic than he is in the ring. I think it's because they haven't decided where they're putting him yet, and they're just doing this as a, we're not going to give him a do promos. Speaking, I know he he's can. Chaotic but neutral. Um, I, I honestly. I, I did like the whole slap, slap the slap the mic out of his hand. Thought that was quite funny, um, and on, yeah, it was it was an okay match. Um, it's Dean definitely didn't try and kick out. <laughs> no, don't try and act surprised if you're just gonna lay there. <laughs> yeah, it was um, no, it was fine. Uh, I, I'm I'm enjoying this Dean at the moment. This it, it comes across as not give a fuck Dean, but obviously Dean is still a professional wrestler. He still has he's still under contract. He still has to perform his duties. Um, I, I, I'm, I'll be interested to see what his uh, WrestleMania match is going to be, though. His final match. Nia Jax. Well, it was supposed to be Roman Reigns. He, he was supposed to wrestle Roman. If it's that's true, that's probably another reason why, because it was supposed to be Roman. Shit happens with Roman. Because and... them two are incredibly tight. Well, he's just been powered off and granted the last Brock Lesnar Dean Ambrose match we had at Mania wasn't too good. <laughs> uh, but uh, if I was him, I would be like, oh, well, fuck, that's my moment gone. Yeah. Once again, it goes back to being lucky. But I'm sorry, if you want a good match at WrestleMania for the Universal title, take Lesnar out of it. But you can't now, it's too late. 
when you've been well no i know but invested so you could have done it at any point in oh, the last invested two what years. all of his time sorry i'm well, I, I need to He's a Brock Lesnar guy, isn't he? Again, as much as we hate to say it and hate to agree with it, he's a draw. Lesnar is still a draw. He will always be a draw. He's a big fucking muscly man, and whenever he comes out, people boo or cheer. He's a draw. If you come out to crickets, then you know you're not. Yeah, he's he's a draw. The big thing that is, he's not. He might not be a draw to smarks like us, but he's a draw to the casual indie fan. Absolutely, and, sorry, not ca- casual wrestling fan. And that's what you need. You need somebody who's going to make. So if you can't get the Rock to come back and wrestle, which you're never going to do, if you can't get Hogan to come back and wrestle. Bearing in mind he's got glass hips, so he's not going to do that. You can't get Stone Cold to come back because he's retired and said he's never going to wrestle again. You need somebody who's got a big name outside of the WWE or who's been a massive, massive star either inside or outside and the only one's Lesnar. The only one's Lesnar and now now Cena. But even but even, even then with Cena. Even then, but even but Cena's, Cena's going the same level. Cena's on his way out, not on his way in. So yeah. you know Cena's on rock levels of insurance. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's going to become uh, he's going to be huge in the next couple of years in Hollywood. Absolutely massive. But I mean, yeah, there, there's no one at the moment. I mean, the the only person is Ronda, and and with Ronda supposedly see, leaving. What are you soon. talking about? Almost no, right. see, mate. No, well, literally, that's what I was trying to say when I mentioned Daniel Cormier when I was doing my predictions. That's what I was trying to say. If Brock gets injured in that fight, if they do have a fight. Ronda's the only other draw that, in Vince's mind, Ronda is the only other draw externally. So they have to keep Ronda on a title, and they have to keep Brock there in case one of them gets injured. Then they've they've, they've got so they've got an insurance policy if one gets injured because the other's still having a match. Yeah, I, I I don't I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, who, I mean, who are you going to use it? What Corbin? You know what I mean? It's it's just you, it's just unfortunately. They don't have outside appeal, and the only ones that, that that have outside appeal are Lesnar and and Ronda. So, so where do you go? You know, you you can't because of the way the landscape of wrestling is now, where it's nowhere near as popular as it was in the mid nineties to sort of early to mid two thousands. You are a void of a huge top guy. You're you're a void of it. Um. And making your own top guys isn't as easy as it was in the late 90s and to mid-2000s. Disagree. I think making your own top guys is still as easy as it was then, but they're not willing to do it because all they want to do is 50-50 book everybody. No, because they're, no, they're scared of putting everything behind someone and then, and then falling out of favour, a la Roman Reigns. Yeah, they just need to learn how to do it. They, they put everything behind The Rock as a babyface when The Rock came in. And it fell flat on its face. Yeah, because that was '95 when, when they didn't know what they himself, were doing. He turned himself heel, built himself up to be the biggest heel in the company, and they let it happen organically. The problem is they won't listen to the fans, and that's why they can't get people to go over. It's because Vince McMahon is an ignorant bastard. But I'm gonna, you're gonna hate me for saying this, Matt. Vince McMahon doesn't listen to the fans because. If we got wrestling, which the fans want, we'd hate it. Yep. Yep. But it, it needs somewhere in the middle. It doesn't need to be you listen exactly what the fans want, but it also doesn't need to be Bring Baron Corbin should have an hour and a half of Raw every other fucking week like we had at the end of last year. 
But that's what NXT is for. That's what NXT is for. If you if you if you're not happy with the style of booking for Raw, SmackDown, or whatever, you're not happy with it. Go and watch NXT. That's, I that's do watch NXT yeah yeah but, yeah, but, yeah, but that, yeah but that's my point. I'm not just aiming that at you directly. I'm saying just in general. <laughs> it's the... Don't turn turn this pistol. <laughs> no 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 no. It's just it's no I know it's 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 frustrating at the same time because we all want wrestling to be as popular as it was. In I just want to, yeah. I want to go to work and say I watch wrestling, and instead of being laughed at, I don't wear wrestling shirts out and about. I wish I would. I, know, I do. I know, but I, do. but, but, but I don't because I don't because no F's given. I, I, yeah, it's like, oh no, I, I tell you, I do sometimes, but not very often because it's because it's still it's still seen as a bit of a huh, you used to watch wrestling. Well, you're in your thirties, mate. What's the fucking matter with you? You know, and like, but it's it's true. I I still get that sort of occasion. You need to look. get the feeling of I don't give a fuck at what you think. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I get I get that, and 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 that makes me sound so fucking shallow. But, but um, now my giving my, a fuck my argument thing, with, but my argument now is when anybody says, "Oh, you watch WWE, it's fake." Or you know, it's a load of nonsense. I go, I actually understand more about how it happens and how it works, and I kind of appreciate it more. Yeah. Because I appreciate the level of athleticism and the kind of stuff that they have to go through. The dedication to, to through required. It's for unbelievable. A match. And you can watch a match where they're doing incredible flip stuff or incredible spots or whatever. And if I showed that to somebody at work, they go, you know what, that's, 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 I don't enjoy that. And it's like, yeah, that's fair enough. You, you might enjoy football. I'm not a big football fan. You know what I mean? It's, it's that same kind of argument. And, I'm fed up with people. I'm fed up with people like moaning, saying, "Oh, it's fake." Oh, you watch that? Are you twelve? To be fair, it I've not is. actually had that happen to me. I just, I just get the feeling that I get the sort of looks from people going, "What the really?" But I mean, at the, at the same time, <laughs> people ask me what Rusev Day is because I have a Rusev Day mug. Yeah, and someone goes, "What does Rusev Day mean?" I was just like, "It's a wrestler. He had a day named after him. It's too complicated. I will be here." Yeah, he had a calendar with a Rusev Day for every day. It, just, it just, just don't worry. Make, it's fine. Just, uh, just, just, just go with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Should we move on to SmackDown? As we love a good tangent. Yeah. Um. I think Matt might go insane with this first comment. Charlotte kicked off SmackDown. I'm not. Wow. I'm not. I think me and Matt are on agreement with this one for once. <laughs> and that like, is... Charlotte doesn't deserve to be in there, but if she is in there, it will make the match so, so much better. I, I was it Jack? Was it you I was talking to on Twitter about this? Um, but basically what? what I said was, for the build-up, Charlotte being in there is going to be a pain in the ass because it won't be the build-up won't be as good as if it was just Becky versus Wanda. But for the match itself, not for anything else, just the match, just the time between the first bell and the bell to win it, it will be a better match if Charlotte Flair is in there. I, it won't be a better experience overall, but it'll be a better match. I'm inclined to agree. I, I think that because Ronda and Becky are faces, Charlotte is now the natural heel, whether, whether she's playing a heel role or not. She's, she's a natural she, she, she heel put, in this position. She gets put into that match, she's automatically heel. Yes. Whether she's heel or not, you put her into that match, people will boo the hell out yep. of her. And, and she will lap she's, it up because she's a she's, really good heel character. Yeah. The uh, way she's acting at the moment, she is pretty much heel. Like mocking yeah. Becky for being uh, injured. And, and the amount of heat 
that that uh, Charlotte will get when Becky puts Ronda in his armor, and then Charlotte comes over and does whatever that thing is natural that she's done. Natural selection. The amount of heat she'll get on that two count will just and that, be, to be unreal. Fair, that will be a good harping points of SummerSlam match with Carmella. Yep, and that's what they But this time Becky that. kicks out and everyone's like, oh, fucking come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, to Jack's face, you know, crap me up. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, <laughs> the amount of heat Charlotte will get from that and also the the massive pop when Becky kicks out will just be unreal. Well, you're gonna see it's almost like storytelling simple. <laughs> no, no, what you're going to see very soon is Charlotte Flair hitting the figure eight on Becky. Oh yeah, Charlotte's going to attack yeah. Becky and hit the figure eight, and then Becky's going to have to. No, this is it because Becky will be clear. Becky will be cleared, and then they'll put a disarm. Or they'll put she'll put her in a figure eight, and then she'll have to go back to the doctors, and they'll be fifty-fifty about whether she's going to be in the match. And then you'll see them both in the ring, and then you hear the whoa, and then she'll go in, and then it'll be. I'm fully, I'm fully expecting a match at Fastlane between Charlotte and Becky. If Charlotte wins, she gets put into the. They love a good match. one of those, don't they? That's a, that's a typical. They love a good, That's a typical fast lane match. But they I, love, fast love lane. a fast lane I, match. I, I, I don't want another Becky versus Charlotte one v one. No, it's going to happen, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Get get on with it. Um, Formality. But yeah, the 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 promo was good. Good in terms of. Better. Charlotte got automatic heat pretty much. She tried, they were all chanting for Becky because they want to see Becky instead of Charlotte. She started chanting along with them and doing it really snarkily, and it was quite good in terms of that. Um, and then obviously, Rhonda, she was point sign pointing everybody. We mentioned it as, as the title last oh. week sign pointing is back. Um, the sign point from Charlotte, and then you just see the light onto Becky. She came down. Um, Triple H was like, Oi. Go home, um, and she was like, "Yo, how Steph? Aggie Mitchell, get out of my pub, <laughs> get out of my ring." Um, but then he, she turned around and went, "How Steph?" Which I thought was pretty good. Um, and then she slapped Triple H. They, their, their face off at the end of that was, like, that, that was, was nice. But by the way, when is very good. when did Trips turn heel again? <laughs> Trips just he's turns heel every no, every so often, doesn't he? He's it? always heel on the main roster unless he wants to be face, which gives his face. No, because no, because I, wa- I <laughs> watched what the I watched the Vince Steph Shane uh, Trips promo from mid late from late December, going, "We're going to change everything. We are here to change it all again." And their huge faces, yay! And it was like it was nice, but then we all thought, "Well, they're going to turn heel again at some point, right?" And then, well, you could argue, you could argue that Seth wasn't heelish in the way that she acted on on Raw. She was genuinely concerned by going, oh, yeah, yeah, "Look, yeah. she wasn't. We can't clear you." Trips is like, "No, you're a twat. Get the fuck out of it." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, we then had the tag team match, which was announced last week between Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. To be quite honest, I didn't really care for the match, <laughs> apart from. Finally, we get to see Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Shout out to the most sarcastic tag ever. I love that. Rusev's like, oh, fucking, all right, tag. And, they just, <laughs> he just walks out, and instead of doing like, like a double team move, they, Rusev just kicks him in the back a couple of times, which just goes out. I really like that. Lana had to get involved as well and scream at Shinsuke. Which... Because Lana's number one. Lana does yes, what she, she likes. Um, but Rusev got the pin. Um, Why are dysfunctional heel teams always better than tag team face tag teams that have been around for years? Wait, the club lost. 
Yeah, yes. because the, the club are jobbers. Oh, jobber! <laughs> no, they're just a jobber type team. They just happen to have a name. Just go away, I you wish. W guys. Fuck. I love Anderson. And Wait, someone, and... someone do the Cody gif. <laughs> <laughs> but I... We've triggered Chris. Oh, fucking wankers. <laughs> Should we send him all the gif after the podcast? Oh, don't. Please, I have to start fucking blocking you. <laughs> um, but no, it's... I don't. Oh, the club, man. They were. They're really good wrestlers. I mean, they really came good. in with so much heat and they so fucked much the Usos. They literally fucked them in the ring. Did the magic killer and Sorry, fucked what? them. <laughs> you what, mate? Oh no! And and did they have a bad like and, they, and, they ca- and then they had the beat up John Cena stuff, and I loved all that. That was great fun. That was great. Great was- fun. And then they died. And then they did some weird stuff where they had white lab coats on. Oh. Yeah. And now, and now they do much botch club. Which yeah. apparently isn't getting another season. Which is only just one episode and that's it. Yeah. It's quite funny. I'm done. Um, I have nothing else to say. Mustafa Ali versus Randy Orton. AEW's Randy um, Orton. <laughs> Cody Gith. Cody Gith. Um... That's the name of the podcast. It was... I don't really... I can't really explain whether I like the match or not. It was okay. It's Mm. really good to see Mustafa Ali um, wrestling against these types of wrestlers. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're really putting a lot of stuff behind Mustafa Ali. You know, with the false false RKO. Yeah, and then two minutes later, the RKO from the corner. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I was... When I saw him go to the top rope, though, I went, he's going to go for the 0454, is it? 0454, yeah. Yeah, and I was expecting him as he's midair to catch him in RKO, but then I thought, how is that even possible? <laughs> that just defies um, physics, Mustafa Ali, it would probably, that, probably be possible. That would mean he'd have to RKO him towards the turnbuckle, and he'd land his back on the ring post. That's not legit. <laughs> um, so there, there's no safe way to land that one. That's paralyzed. No, That's why it's So I was like, yeah, that probably makes sense. I just, do you know when you're like watching? Someone who's a, like a cruiserweight does lots of flippy stuff, like Mustafa Ali, like Evan Bourne did, where he did a shooting star press and got RKO'd to oblivion. I was expecting something like that, but then kind of thought about wrestler health and logic. Yeah, thought about will he survive this? No. <laughs> I'm convinced that um, anyone that goes to the top rope against Randy Orton is going to get RKO'd. Yeah, it's, it's just right. how it is. It's, it's like remember he used to be like legend killer. He's more like flippy shit killer now. Anyone who does anyone who does any sort of Spot monkey, that's the fucking one. Spot monkey, spot monkey killer. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, he Orton won um, with that RKO, so he pulled him off the top rope into an RKO. Um, after the match, Samojo. So the, this is quite. I really like this. Um, I don't know if I've seen this before, but they do the. Um, they were showing the highlights or the replay of what had happened in the match, but then they cut away. And was like, whoa, what's going on? Oh, Samojo's in the ring, and it, I like that because it was showing unexpected. Obviously, say that again, Chris. It's been very rare since we've had something that unexpected happen. Yeah. Um, so he came out, um, choked out Orton with the Kikina clutch and then tossed Ali to the floor and then was stood tall tossed with... <laughs> tossed him out of the ring, mate, is what I said. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and was stood in the ring with chance of Joe going on and on, which was nice. 
Um, Daniel Bryan's promo. I didn't know Rowan could speak. You can't. <laughs> Fine then. Did you, did you I've never promo? heard Rowan's voice. <laughs> um, Daniel Bryan's promo work at the moment is pure fire. I really um, liked how he was in his hometown and he didn't slag them off. He did a little because usually when when no when heels are in their hometown they're like this place is a dump this is why I left this place and he's come yeah. in and he's like I'm so glad to be around intellects like you I'm glad to be here everyone else in the world Bleh. did anybody Difficult. else notice the guy in the front row with the makeshift version of Daniel Bryan yeah <laughs> loved it. Smoke that later I, I, I did <laughs> like that it was good um, but yeah the promo was was good very good um, just anything that. Daniel Bryan does at the moment, promo-wise, he's putting his all into it, and you can tell he's really behind this this gimmick that he's got, um, which obviously plays on real life, which always helps. Um, we then had a backstage segment as they left towards the, the ramp with um, Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles. They were just digging at each other um, because Jeff Hardy was about to have a match later on with... Um, Daniel Bryan. Um, it's just setting up those little little mini rivalries within the Elimination Chamber, which they always do. They always do it. Um, anybody else got anything to add? No. No. Cool. Um, Naomi and Carmella versus Iconics versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Um, apparently, according to <laughs> Matt, Mandy Rose stole Champa's finisher. She did. Although I'm, gen- before, although I'm genuinely sure Mandy Rose did it before Champa. I don't know if she's got a name for it. So yeah, and Ciampa's to be fair, actually, well. she ha- she holds them vertical first, rather yeah. than just letting them go up and down like Champa does. But other than that, it's exactly the same move. Oh no, it's and exactly it, the same move. Yeah, and it really annoyed me. And oh, I don't know why. God. I can see imagine. I can just imagine Matt Champa to the main roster going, confirmed. Mandy Rose, what are you doing? <laughs> No. Champa uh, and Mandy Rose mixed match challenge team confirmed. Oh, for goodness sake. Double fairy tale ending. If you want to kill Champa for good, give a man, give give Mandy Rose to it, the mixed match challenge. Do it. For goodness sake. To be fair, he Mandy loves Goldie and Mandy Rose is very much gold tinted oh, entrance. Oh, just. Oh, you don't even think about that. Mind blown. You're really selling me this tag team, Jack. Oh, I'm no. still a massive, massive fan of the Iconics. I really like them. Oh, they're brilliant. I like. I just like how they have their their attire. Is uh, it's just I love the the slit up the front of their t-shirt. They go oh, Iconic, and then they pretend it's a cape. I, I do like that. They're, they're genuinely funny. They are. Probably Billy Kay's funnier than Peyton, but they're honestly really, really <laughs> funny. You see the video of them at Royal Rumble? Creasing. Yeah, I, I showed you it. I showed you it before it was. You only yeah, watched it was on fucking Botchamania. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's because I did watch it. You need to stop sending me stuff when I'm at work because I never watch it at work. Well, then, then, you, well, then you get home and then you catch up. That's what normal people do. Yeah, but I forget. Oh, you just watch it at work like I do. I mean, what? <laughs> he play. He plays blackout. He's not a normal person. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Rude. So you're playing Apex so Legends like every every other cool person does. Um, I do. I do. Yes. I do actually. Um, Rose and Deville won this match. Um, against the Iconics and Neymar Carmelo. This didn't really have any qualification implications it was just a match because 
Why not showcasing women's got, tag team wrestling? Because they it haven't the, got the depth yeah, it, on the it, roster. It was the, to do anything the three else. tag teams that are going into the elimination chamber and yeah. them demonstrating who the best tag teams were. And Mandy Rose wasn't legal and won the match. Really? We're not going to go back on the rules of this tag team formation. <laughs> Don't go about rules in wrestling. They're dead after Question. this week's wrestling. Did the Iconics just get a buy into the fucking... Uh, they all did. All they all did on SmackDown. Because there's, no, there's no depth. There's not enough in... women to fucking... Yeah, because yeah. like, like, <laughs> Sasha, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey tweeting like, What? <laughs> How's this happen? <laughs> just, well, they, literally they just them. because there's no depth in the SmackDown, SmackDown women's roster because three of them... Well... Charlotte and Becky are doing their own thing and ask as the champions, you're not going to have her in there. But, it, but, it, but it's, it's okay. there's no one else. It's, it's, it's perfectly okay because what they've done is, or is it like the two new people they brought up, they've just taken them to Raw instead. So, <laughs> oh, with this thing, I should they, be adding to news they, that I completely forgot to mention earlier on. They addressed um, the SmackDown just just going to it last week by um Peyton, uh, no Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose went we've had a look at the terms and conditions of the the elimination chamber match and nowhere does it says that you qualify therefore we're declaring where in the match well that's gay who <laughs> looked at terms and conditions get alive um so then after the the women's tag team match we had Jeff Hardy versus Debray the new Debray. Debray. Um, this, I watched the highlights of this on YouTube, and it literally was the shortest highlights I've seen in terms of the match because it was all about what happened afterwards. It so was the match only ended, a ten-minute match. The match ended in a no contest because of Rowan shenanigans. Did um, they end it in a no dunk contest? Because I'm pretty. It sure says no contest D- on here. No DQ. DQ. Uh, it was a DQ. It was a DQ. Um, uh. So he interfered, interfered, um, did Rowan, and then there was shenanigans after it because Samoa Joe came out again. Um, all of them came out. Pretty much all of them came out after that. Daniel Bryan then just ran off with Rowan and then went backstage and pretty much just said, um, He's no, my intellectual peer. He's my intellectual peer. He didn't help me win this match. It was those other people who interfered in my match. Um Go and watch the footage, Daniel. It's that is that quote is incorrect, um, but it's just being healed. Typical heel really. work, exactly. Um, yeah, that was SmackDown. Um, at the moment, I don't really think I'm excited for Elimination Chamber. Oh, I think it'd be it'd be fun. It'd be. I'm, I'm excited to see. It's hard to get excited title. in this period of time. Because it's the road to Mania, therefore, and we've just had the excitement of the Rumble. We're going to have the excitement of Mania. Elimination Chamber shouldn't be a pay per view in itself, and no one gives a fuck about Fastlane. So, <laughs> well, my issue they should, the do, they should do away with them, to be honest, between WrestleMania. Elimination and Chamber, just have this Elimination Chamber on a pay per view. Don't yeah. have a gimmick. Same, same, with Hell, same with Hell in a Cell, same with TLC. Don't have their yeah. own pay per views. Yeah. Bring back Unforgiven. No, Judgment Day. They probably will, but Saudi Arabia. Bad so. blood. There's enough bad blood in Saudi Arabia. Rebellion. Mate. Oh, <laughs> oh mate. well played, Jack. Well played. <laughs> mate, that was good. Um, Chris, while we were talking, dropped something into the messages just as a, as a reminder, because we completely forgot, um, about there's supposedly going to be a superstar shakeup in April. 
after the Mania. Yeah, which I think is very, very much needed. It's long overdue, I'd say. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't even really want to shake up. I want a full redraft. Like, I do. I like a that. full clean slate redraft. Superstar shakeups are nonsense because they should bring back the draft. Yes, yeah. and what they should do is obviously the the champions stay where they are. Um. If I, remember, if I remember correctly, the draft completely... F- no, the shake-up last year, or the year before, completely fucked Samoa Joe over. Because he was due to face Roman at Backlash. And yeah, he still did, but he didn't. Uh, why, have we mentioned, why have we mentioned Backlash again? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know. <laughs> Is that like name redacted? Do we just never speak Yeah, well, it might as well be. I think they should yeah. do away with it. Just I'm not good enough it. to call Backlash? Um, I just think... Yeah, they... If they're going to do it with champions, um, staying where they are, or if they get drafted to the new place, they get that title. So then they don't lose their title; they just swap the titles. But over. I guess you could say like someone could easily get a grand slam because that's important by mm, getting true. that title just from moving brands. You can't. Well, you can't. You can't do it with the universal title because it's bloody red. Well, that's that not going true, anywhere. Yeah. Well, they could just change yeah, it exactly. color. Just change the color of it to blue. And what would they call it? Yeah. Trick. That's a SmackDown women's title. <laughs> <laughs> well, the I just, women's it just needs to be a full it needs to be a full shake up in terms of everybody Bring else who is a champion. Set all Bring the, back the world, world heavyweight title. Yeah. You can't do that with a new hemp one. Everyone <laughs> gets stoned. World hemp title. That's uh wow. like, as long as they burn it while I'm there, it's one. Um should we talk about NXT quickly and then finish? Because I didn't watch NXT UK, and I think the only person here who did was Jack. Yes. Oh, no, I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it? No, not yet. Chris, you've got your wish. We haven't got NXT UK this week. See, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's because I just basically say talent because I don't watch it. That's the only reason. I know Walter had a match against Mike Coffey, because apparently Mark. that's his new name. No, his new name is Mike. Mike? He's Mike. Mike. Get it right. He, they got this Titan Tron run the other week. Oh, dear. His Bastards. name is now Mike. Um, oh, by the way, did you see the bit about where Zack Ryder went off about how they got his name wrong, so therefore he's a loser? Yeah, but he got it wrong as well. Yeah, he, he said it wrong as well. Did, he spells it wrong loud. So he is a loser. He's a loser. NXT then. Uh, it started I thought with... this was a proper class episode of NXT. I thought it was My good. favourite NXT for ages, I thought. Johnny Gargano kicked it off with a promo. Um he pretty much just said Johnny Wrestling is back. Um, he's finally got a championship. They all said he deserved it. Some people disagreed. <laughs> there was like two people in the crowd who were near the front. Yeah. Shouting, <laughs> happened to be right it? next to a microphone. <laughs> yeah. um, we then had Ch- Champa came out and said, um, "Look, you've you finally got a title. It's now our moment." And Johnny kind of said, "No, it's not." I didn't need you for this. I just came out to show you. Actually, I could do it by myself, kind of thing. Um, then dream. Then the dream, wearing the most elaborate attire, as always. He's just he is the black Hugh Hefner, isn't he? He is. He is, he is the man just, is just oozes class. Um, he came out and said, "Look, I won the winners' world collide tournament." Which, if you what's, didn't watch it, what's that? 
That was so. For those of you who don't know, the World's Collide tournament happened over. And they had some uh, proper World... class matches as well. They had loads of class matches, but they didn't show them all, um, apart from on the Facebook or YouTube. So they did like a show at twelve o'clock in America, which was about five o'clock our time. Um, I didn't watch any of it. I, I didn't watch any of that. I then started watching the World's Collide the next morning because obviously it was um, aired at one o'clock, I think, in the morning, maybe um, our time. And I literally sat there and went, I can't, I can't get into this. I just the crowd were dead. Like... Yeah, and they were all go. Did you? <laughs> there was a guy. There was a match where someone was um, in in a match. It was Humberto Carrillo and uh, Zach Gibson. They they knew. I don't think they knew who Zach Gibson were. Oh, because there was no heat like he gets in the UK. You well, can tell he won't, because in, he's only he's you only can tell he's in America. UK. Yeah. You can tell he's in America. Um, and then someone was like, hum- Humberto Carrillo did some like flippy stuff. And then someone in the crowd went, went this guy's better than Osprey. I went, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Really? Hang on. Wow. Hold on. It was <laughs> just Jimmy Havoc in the corner. This guy's better than Osprey. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sweden's about um, to just burst a blood vessel. Fucking, I've never uh, seen him so angry. I was like, he's you gone what? Red. I was like, Humberto Carrillo is good, but he's not as good as my bae. Um... But yeah, the worlds collide was very odd. I couldn't get into it. So then, I d- I didn't know I think who Matt won. I know what it is. So it was two o five. It was a tournament between two o five live NXT and NXT UK talent, and the winner. It was like a Royal Rumble style match to start with to see you got to buy into the quarterfinals. What was the point? Which, Just do normal. Which, uh, <laughs> Which Jordan Devlin won. Hence why Smoothman's getting mad. I'm not getting um, mad. I'm not getting mad. Jordan. And then. Um, we had quarter-final matches between Tour of Five Live, um, NXT, 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 NXT UK. And then the semi-final matches were Tyler Bate versus Adam Cole cool. and Velveteen yeah. Dream, Jordan Devlin, was it? Yes. Yeah. And then the final was Tyler Bate versus Velveteen Dream. Jesus. And they didn't... Is this on the network? Yeah, it's on the network. Wait, but Bate beat Cole? Bate beat Cole, yeah. Fuck! Big strong boy, but I just couldn't get I couldn't get into it. I don't know why. I don't know whether it was because I think it's just because the crowd are dead. It was it wasn't a proper show kind of thing. It just, was an access show, wasn't it? It was done all yeah. access. So it was, just, it was just a bit like Ugh. yeah, that. So Velveteen Dream won it, yeah. um, and has this opportunity to choose any title from. NXT, NXT UK, or Two or Five Live. I, th- Obvious... I don't know if that was the rule, or they had to pick from their own. I don't, I don't I'm not quite sure, but it was you choose one from those. Obviously, it's not going to go to Two or Five Live or NXT UK. So I was when he came out, I thought, "Oh, who's he going to go?" But I knew I'd seen spoilers, so I kind of knew which title title is going for. Um, he's going for the North American Championship, which makes absolutely no sense. If you've got a title opportunity and you can choose between the NXT title and the North American, which one are you going to choose? I'm going to choose the NXT title every single time. He's, he's scared of Champa, that's why. He's not scared of Champa at he all. He is. Champa's he's he's an arrogant little... Out. As much as I like Velveteen Dream, he's an arrogant little bastard and there's no way an arrogant little bastard wouldn't choose to type, fight for yeah, the biggest title. Now, therefore, he's not an arrogant little bastard. He is Hugh Hefner of wrestling. Yeah, definitely <laughs> very much a face. Yes. Um, so he's picked Gargano. So in two weeks' time on NXT, we're going to have Gargano versus 
dream. dream. It's gonna. Be, I'm really looking forward to that. I will be watching that I, one. I am indeed. I am indeed. Um, we then had Jackson Riker versus Mansur. Mansur, I think, is one of the Saudi wrestlers. I think so. They said Middle East. I, re- I recognised mention... him from the Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh shit! Yeah, so, I... so they're actually utilising him. Okay, cool. They've actually yeah. used. They one. said they said Middle East, and I was like, yeah, he's a Saudi guy because <laughs> they, they're, they're not allowed to mention Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Parts anymore. unknown. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> I love how that's a wrestling thing it's just great I love it oh, there's, 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 um, WWE's um, Reddit account tweeted it or I, had, I had a picture of all the wrestlers from Parts Unknown it just had like uh, Ultimate Warrior Undertaker who else is from Parts Unknown Kane at the time Mankind, yeah, Mankind Undertaker's yeah. from Death Valley mate yeah but for a he's while been, he's, Parts he's also been Parts Unknown yeah I remember him from being. Is the boogeyman from Parts Kane Unknown? Kane must have been Parts Unknown as well. Kane, boogeyman I'm the boogeyman. Was. I'm the boogeyman. I'm coming to get you and eat some worms um, in front of your face. Lol. Uh, Jackson Wright, uh, the Forgotten Sons. I don't give a damn. Jackson about Riker him. is a very hench-looking man. He is a hench-looking man. I looked into right, his uh, background and he served. I looked into his background. He served two Iraqi wars. To be fair to him, fuck really? no. He's done two tours in uh, in Iraq. Good old boy. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, because Forgotten Sons is that they're people who were in NXT and didn't really do anything and have been forgotten about, isn't it, really? Because you've got Blake and the other guy. Cutler. You're just Cutler. playing into the stereotype of them not <laughs> so forgotten. Yeah, really, the code member is named Forgotten Sons. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Riker won. He's got a mean sit out powerbomb. Um, it looks nice. And yeah. That match happened. I didn't really watch it. I skipped it because I didn't yeah, have same. time. Should Sanity be forgotten? A bit of it. Uh, it was an all right match, but it was a squash match. Yes, pretty much. Um, Drew Gulak debuted in NXT. Um, he came out and came to fight Eric Bugenhagen. Love him. I love him so much. He <laughs> is um, my bae. <laughs> I love him. We we had a conversation about this before we went uh, went and re- started recording, and I just said to the guys that this guy will probably be the no way Jose of NXT, and then if he goes anywhere further, will be no way oh, Jose okay. elsewhere, <laughs> um, because he's he, he the, the only way I can yeah the only way I can describe him if you've not seen what he looks like, um, he looks like uh, a porn star mixed with. Um, some guy who likes rock star stuff because he's got a mustache and then he's wearing Bailey's tights effectively. Yeah. Just take those three images and put them together. Um, he pretty much comes out and does air guitar and shouts rock in a very high pitched voice. And then um, there's air drums. Uh, air drums, air keyboard. He uses the ropes, yeah, as, a keyboard, the ropes as a keyboard, which yeah. I thought was quite funny. Like, it's, it's very different. But again, I'm like, he. To, I've, mm. I've, after after digging into a, a bit of him because uh, I, I, because obviously I didn't watch NXT this week because I don't tend to watch NXT very often. Um, I, uh, I just saw it on Squared Circle Reddit. It said, "Oh, this guy's got an interesting entrance." Like, okay, clicked on it, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is really cool. I love him." And then, uh, and then, and then I found he's got a YouTube channel, and he's very, very funny. Doesn't he do like a sw- like a swole series? Where oh yeah, yeah. He's just I'm gonna get swole, 
apparently they did one on the performance center youtube as well and he says look they're finally using my swole series or something yeah Which, and he's because i did very, a bit, I did a bit of instagram funny. stalking of him so I, I i urge you to check it out he's very very funny yes i i think he could do a lot more than no way jose i think he will be a lot better than no way jose because his gimmick is very different and more relatable than just a dancing conga man. Relatable? I can't hear how I know like that. He no, he's just a man who loves rock music. We all love rock music. Hashtag relatable. No, no, ha- have him team up with Elias. It'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Gulak pretty much squashed him. Oh. Um, Gulak then did a very quick promo saying, I come to NXT and this is what you give me. Um, have a word with yourselves, love. Um can I have some real competition, please? Which then we hear, bro. Um, and Matt Riddle came out. This match. This, this match, match was, was so good. I said in the DMs, you need to watch this match. I've seen bits of it. it I haven't was, seen all of it yet. I've seen it bits was, of it. Oh. It was a match of two halves, though. It was very much the first half of the match was very... Just pure amateur wrestling. Amateur technical wrestling on the mat. Lots of rest holds and counters into other rest holes and, and, and whatnot, submission attempts, etc. And then the, the second part of the match was striking actual suplexes, actual proper pro wrestling. Um, I'm going to really annoy the three of you now. Go on then. I like this match. No, no. Oh. Drew Gulak is far better at the submission spots than Pete Dunne ever will be. I've said Drew Gulak is, is bae. If it wasn't for Killer Kelly, Drew Gulak would be he knows how to keep it exciting Pete Dunn doesn't know when to move on to something else and it just gets boring Never, this never got boring this was never boring this was, this was just yeah, trust me. Gulag is everything was selling yeah yes. loved it loved every minute of it he also has a very good Northern Lights suplex he did. Yeah, but do you know who is Alicia Fox's? Fox's. Hey, it no. was better than Alicia Fox's. It's not. Oh, fuck you know right what? Alicia Fox has the best Northern Lights <laughs> How fucking I dare knew, you? I knew that, that I'd get a reaction. That's why I did it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was good. Um, the end of the match was kind of... I think it was... I think Matt Riddle didn't do it properly. Because he... He did his... Um, he did a powerbomb using like a deadlift powerbomb and then he kind of flipped him under again as if he was going to do another one, then did his knee strike and then he went down. It looked like he was about to do a submission. Then he pinned him and then he kicked out and did the bro mission. So I think it was a, it wasn't, the ending wasn't fluid. I think you could see there was a little bit of rustiness from Matt, which. The very first part of the pickup for the deadlift, I think he his his hands sl- slipped along his legs whilst he was trying to pull him up for the yeah, deadlift, yeah, yeah. and that kind of threw him off a little bit. So it took him. He then had to have another go and pick him up properly to do the the deadlift power bomb. I think the deadlift power bomb into the knee was brilliant because he, oh, he slammed him down and then flicked him over. And as the guy was just kind of like rocking backwards and started to rock forward again, the, the knee hit him in the face. That bit was slick, but yeah, you're yeah, right. There was like something that. a little bit off. Yeah, definitely with the pin. The pin attempt was like because he tried to get his arm around his head and then he kind of backed out of it. Yeah. Um, but the again, I think it's just they are pushing Matt Riddle to the moon. He um, is. They, well, he will be. He's the. He's the next. He's the one the Champa hands the title over to eventually. 
I don't even think that. I think he. I think he's going to bypass the NXT title and go straight main roster. I reckon he'll be on the main roster by the Superstars Shakeup in After Mania. Really? I, th- I, I, the way they're pushing him, I think that he won't. I think he'll say he won't. Doesn't want to bother with NXT anymore. He's already the best on NXT. He doesn't but need a title to prove it. Didn't they? Didn't they do that with Velveteen Dream? No. They pushed him. Didn't they push him quite quickly? Not, Not really. in the same way. And also, Velveteen Dream didn't have. A massive indie kind of back catalogue to go with it. Yeah, he also true. he's not a, a legit MMA fighter like Riddle is. As, I yeah, think. I mean, yeah, I mean, not to take it away from Dream, uh, Riddle is more Riddle's more legit across yeah. the he board. Wrestles in bare feet, goddammit. Yeah, I know he's got he's got um, until he breaks his ankle and then will be made to wear. He's been wrestling shoes. for years and not severely broken his ankle yet so. but look at Rusev Fingers he, he had one ankle injury and they all went you need to wear some shoes mate I think that's just Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon yeah probably um, but yeah that was very good uh, the six woman tag main event I am going to apologise now I the only bits that I saw was the ending and the bit that Chris sent me in the DMs <laughs> because to be quite honest <laughs> I don't care I'm not I, I don't I really like. I care about Shayna Baszler. I started to care a little bit about Bianca Belair. I really, really like the ending with Bianca Belair trying to tag herself in and then nearly getting the pin, and Shirai just coming in and kind of stealing it without kind of knowing she's stolen it. Yeah. Kyrie Sane hitting that uh, that elbow. I I I know you guys hate on it sometimes. I still love that elbow drop. She gets so good elbow drop. I just agree with Matt that it just doesn't. Well, if, if Matt, if if Matt um could just re reread what he wrote on Twitter to Wolfie, then <laughs> I'll have to find. He it. could he could uh, just say how he feels about it because uh, <laughs> you pretty much summed every week that we've talked about the elbow drop by Kyrie Sane in that one tweet. Well, what is Wolfie like? Me, a massive fan of the elbow drop, and really enjoys it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, uh, yes Jem, my man. <laughs> but no, it's. And what didn't uh, was wasn't there a spot where oh no that was it Bianca Belair did, did, uh, let, held her up for Gorilla Press and dropped and did an elbow and Kyrie Sane did the um, insane elbow of that kind of like that also like Kyrie Sane trying to twirl um, Bianca Belair's hair and Bianca Belair being like uh, no <laughs> <laughs> get to fuck no <laughs> yeah but I they the crowd. Probably, properly took a massive dump on Shafir and Duke. <laughs> they I, I, absolute. Devil... They pretty much just <laughs> took it. Took took a crap in their hand and then threw it at them. The the best. That is, that was, is the only way I can explain it. Whichever one of Shafir or the other one doesn't have the mask on the is Duke. in the ring. Duke. And um, yeah, that's it. Jasmine Duke. Uh, but anyway, uh, she's she's in the ring and she's fighting um, Io Shirai. And the crowd are just standing. <laughs> please, please thank Shayna. Please thank Shayna. <laughs> and there was, yeah, there was a bit where Shafir was in the ring and they were just chanting, you can't wrestle, which just yeah. gave me like Eva Marie levels of nostalgia. Um, but I... They are, they're, they're, they're green. They are super green. They are super green. Um, if you look at... I know we said that Shayna Baszler was green when she came in and we weren't currently behind her saying she can't be a champion, but she wasn't this level of green when she started. No, she, being she on was, TV. I think Shayna Baszler 
18 months ago is where Bianca Belair is now in that she's good enough to be on NXT but needs needs oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit more work whereas these guys I don't think are good enough to be on NXT they, they need to just they need to do a lot of house shows yeah, they, they need, need to do house show after house show and just get better at working a crowd because they don't they seem like they're I don't want to be too disrespectful to them but when I watch the match in snippets as I kind of skip through it it how do I word this they look like they're focused on how do I do this? Right. Uh, this is how I do a super. This is how I do this. And they're focused on this is how I do this. This and they, they con- very, they've very... got to concentrate on every single yeah. little thing they it's do. It's not fluid, it's very robotic. It I is, guess. yes. It's exactly. the complete very opposite very to Randy Orton, if you see yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yes, yeah, it, it is. It's very, everything is telegraphed okay. as well. Like you can see them looking over their shoulders, waiting for spots and stuff, and mm. like, and it's little spots like you know, ready to get the next tag in and things like that. And mm. it is, they're just they're, they're very great. Now I'm not going to say that they're not going to be good wrestlers, but they're going to take a lot of time. They need a lot of work. And I think this is where they haven't pulled the trigger on Mick. the four horsewomen stuff because see, they're so far behind. Because yeah. if you, if why you are they them, doing all the, why you, are they teasing all the horsewomen stuff at uh, the Royal Rumble? Because and... they're going to do it all the time. They will, they will tease it all because, the time. Because because what it them. does is it is it in effect rubs it in Ronda's face, yeah. and and it's a way that the four of them can greet each other, and keep it sort of not curtain call less, but see, it could sort of uh, hey I respect you for yeah, except for Charlotte because Charlotte's now the heel. Yes, uh, or, or it might just be like or it might even do a yeah. three or a one or something like that. You know what I mean? I mean, the other thing that you could do is if it was a four-on-four women's tag team, um, you could have them literally just do the run-in and break the pin-up spots and the run around the corner and pull the person off the rope, uh, off the apron as they're trying to tag yeah. them. And they could do those spots, and I think you could probably get a four-horsewoman match if you were just letting them do that spot. But at that point, you'd have to have the four-horsewoman wrestlers go over, and I don't think that's what is needed. I think... To get the if they're going to do it before Mania, it needs to hype the Mania match, and it needs to get everybody behind the four horsemen from MMA to get the to get people worried before Sasha and Bailey win the tag titles and Becky takes the title off Ronda. There is no way they're going to do it before Mania. No. Not a chance. Yeah, they're, they're not. I don't ready. think they'll do it in twenty eight. I don't think they'll do it in twenty nineteen. It could no, be a Survivor Series. Survivor Series, maybe. If Ronda's still around, which I think she will be. I'm I'm convinced that, that this was all just a fucking hearsay, Meltzer-esque, wanky report. Well, talking of that, a lot of that has been coming out about AJ this week, hasn't there? Yeah, then AJ said, I, I don't have a hernia. I haven't signed a new contract yet. Where the fuck did you hear that from? Blah, there, was blah, a, blah. there was a tweet that he put out today, which he said something about um, media and, and nonsense like that. Um, I can't remember what it was. I'll find it quickly. Anybody got anything else that they want to add? No. I'm, I'm, um, I'm actually I've, very happy. I've been watching... Um, I watched New Japan Night in the New Beginning in Sapporo Night 1 um, because I got super confused. I was <laughs> asking these guys in the DMs and only Jack kind of had any knowledge and whatnot about how this works because apparently they do the road to new beginning in Sapporo then they do two nights of it then apparently there's loads of more new 
Road 2s. There's one in Osaka. I have no idea what's going on. They do it in tours, don't they? So they do like a bunch of dates and then they don't do it for a while. All I know they... is they tried to do this American one, but none of the Japanese wrestlers got visas because America's yeah. weird at the moment. Uh, I actually have something to interject with this one. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna say I heard it on another podcast. Um, it's apparently complete and utter bullshit that, that they didn't get the uh, the visas uh, although, no, they said they couldn't get visas because of the um, shutdown in America. Uh, because there are certain things you can do uh, via the New York immigration system that will allow you, that will permit you to work a certain amount of time. And these were not shut down by the government during this process. So they could have quite comfortably done it. But they didn't. I think, I think what they've done is. Um, the dates were very, very close to nine night in uh, New Beginning in Sapporo, and you can't have talent do a ridiculous schedule like that where they have to go. Yeah, to but they were advertised. The they advertised Japanese wrestlers. Did they? Yes, and so they could get done. They, they, they advertised it. Loads, I think it sold out. I think it sold out as well. And the card was shut. And then, and then they were just like the only yeah, people who I knew on the card was. Um, Juice Robinson and who's that? Jeff Jeff Cobb, PWG champion. Okay, and so it was American guys who were in Japan. Is it Peretti or Beretti or something Beretta. like that? Yeah, but Ju- Beretta, Juice is already Juice is the, uh, is in Ring of Honor at the moment anyway. Yeah. So yeah. so, it's, but basically, it wasn't really New Japan guys. Just it was some pretty much Ring of Honor guys, I think. Yeah, it was Ring of Honor with the Westernized. Uh, Japanese guys, obviously there isn't very many of them anymore because they've all dropped on. Yeah. I mean, they they, so, they should in theory. Totally I think they should them. get done for it because you know it's it's wrong. They won't because card is always subject to honestly, change. Honestly, honestly, it's like it's like going to a wrestling event, being told that Okada and Suzuki and all those top guys are going to be there and they're going to have interesting matches. And then they're just in a tag match. When on another well, that's night, what they, that's what they did for. Um... That's the joke I'm making, Smoothman. And then, and then, and then, you know, they they go up to Manchester and then have and have like more more interesting oh! matches. No, I was waiting to use that one for a couple of minutes. Yeah, but, but they were <laughs> actually there. Everybody was there though. So I saw Akada. I saw Zack Saber Junior. I saw. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I saw all of them. They were there. Yeah. But they were in different ma- they they had different matches on each other. But you didn't get a proper Rainmaker a card yeah. did you? Was a card in his trunks. He no, he was in his gimmick where he had his remix for music where he came out with a balloon. Cool. Good guy. Good guy, Akada. <laughs> yeah. Um from what I from what I saw from night one of Sapporo, I haven't watched night two yet. Night two had the IC title belt between Naito and Taichi. Um, so I want to go and watch that again. But the big one coming up is the Osaka one because that's going to be the um, probably the crowning of Jay White's new being the new IWGP heavyweight title holder because they're booking him mad massively. Because he's a new he, Kenny. Because also, he apparently, smashed a card. Didn't he beat a card at Wrestle Kingdom? He yeah. pretty much just beat him down in this tag match that was on night one of Sapporo. He he's pretty much 
being booked as yeah, he's well, dead, it's because they said he's going to win it. They they basically have got um, New Japan have basically got rid of all the gaijins from their website. Uh, Cody, Young Bucks, all them sort of basically been blo- removed from their website, except for Jericho and Kenny Omega. All of the others are gone. Uh, all the others that, that fucked off over to AEW or wherever are all gone, except for Kenny Omega and Y2J. What about Marty Skill? Has Marty Skill been taken off then? I can't tell you. I just saw it on Reddit. I don't know. Because Marty Skill's got a Ring of Honor contract. Yes. That's why he hasn't gone to AEW. Yes. But he's not been involved with anything on Yeah, because I think it's exclusive. I think it's not exclusive, but there's no point of him being... There is a with. weird old dude that Marty Skull is in a group is in a group with now. So PCO? Huh? PCO? PCO, I think it's Yeah. He looks... He is quite old, isn't he? Yeah, like, go with the young boys again. Uh, young just... bucks, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> Banter. Uh, right, we've gone over two hours. Can, I, can I go now? Have we? we have yeah. Um, so the AJ Styles tweet, or which I mentioned earlier, I, I now have it, um, was he tweeted saying, reporting in this world is not being based on facts, but who can get the story out first? Is he Rafa Benitez? He's clearly bringing heat to whoever brought out the story about him being in his contract. It's a melt for but me. yeah, <laughs> the melt. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much this week. Not a lot really happened. Nothing too exciting. Um, apart from we'll keep update with AEW news because that's pretty much the only thing that's keeping us interested at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Please go and show your spot over on Twitter at BadBookersWP. Remember, five-star ratings on our iTunes uh, and, and listens on SoundCloud. Please also go and check out the YouTube channel. More is going to be coming on the YouTube channel as we go through the next month towards WrestleMania. Um, that is Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Um, go and check out Power Slam TV. Go and sign up. Use, use it to your heart's content. And thank you very much for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.